0: Hey everyone welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King AirPod podcast. I'm Jim, sitting at least two metres over there is Denver Dave and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey
1: Dave. Nah, football's rubbish. Dave, how, football. how you doing Dave? Hey you, it. You doing okay there Dave? Yeah, pipe down.
0: You having a good time there Dave? You are, think it's going to be good? Yeah, it's going to
1: be fine, it's going
0: to be fine. Uh, yeah, so week three, over. Just like that. Season's over. <laughs> get <Forget laughs> week three, season's done. Well, maybe for you, mate. Maybe for you. Um, we'll get into your game, I'm sure, at a certain point. We're going to go through most of the games. Obviously, some games were more exciting than others, so some we might jettison. But, uh, yeah, it's a chance for us to go through Week three's games. Look ahead to Week 4. We'll obviously have the picks uh, for this weekend's games. Hopefully, we'll get all 16 being played. And, uh, yeah, and also look at the fantasy stuff. We'll co- We'll cover it all. We start with possibly the most interesting game of Week 3, and that was in Atlanta.
1: You're going straight into it, aren't we? Georgia.
0: Yeah. Why not, man? Why not? Because we had a another capitulation by the uh, Atlanta Chokons. I mean, sorry, Falcons. Um, <laughs> ended up losing this game 26 points to 30 to the Chicago Bears. They're doing the Green Bay Packers from last year about being on well, a good record, but being a pretty gashed team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Talked about this game, Dave.
1: Well... I was driving back for. I went back home to visit family and missed a lot of NFL while it was on. And mm. uh, during anyone who saw this game during that period towards the end, my phone, just, it was. I thought someone had died. I thought something like <laughs> a major world event had happened because it was just buzzing and buzzing and buzzing. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. So I, I obviously tried to stay away from everything. Um, got home, was watching Red Zone, watching the games. Um, yeah, ridiculous. I, I'm genuinely in shock that the Falcons have managed to do it again. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it, they are the first team in NFL history to lose mo- multiple games in the same season when when leading by 15 points in the fourth quarter. No one's ever done that before. Well, it's there's quite, a record for you. quite yeah. an achievement. Yeah. I mean, they were 26-10 up yeah. in the
0: fourth quarter. About halfway through the third, the Bears make the uh, long-standing decision to uh I don't know how to put this, this delicately,
1: but... Jettison.
0: <laughs> oh, that's not rigged. That <laughs> uh, Bits Trubisky, the uh, overdrafted second overall pick uh, in 2017. And they moved in BDN... I um, mean, Come on then, say what that stands for. Big Dick Nick. Oh. The human tripod. And guess what he does? He goes in there, he throws three touchdowns. One interception, which is actually should have been... Well, could have been a touchdown. It was in the end zone. Could actually had five touchdowns, but ended up winning the game, thirty points to twenty six, and with like almost two minutes to spare. Yeah, so a complete turnaround there. Obviously, you know, Nick hasn't played for a while. He was plagued with injuries last year when he was at Jacksonville. Um, Didn't have a good time there. So there were a few rusty plays, but on the most, he did sixteen completions on twenty nine passes for one hundred eighty eight passing yards, three touchdowns. Uh, and a QBR of sixty five point nine, yeah, overall
1: rating of ninety five point two. None of that matters. Not literally well, he won legit. the game. Yeah, legit. Well, that none of he it, it matters. He was throwing bombs. If you, if when, if you, you're not massive into baseball, but if you look at a pitcher's you. stats in baseball, um, you look at a starter's stats, and you don't worry about the closing pitcher. So you have pitchers who come in just to win a game. Mm-hmm. It's the hardest job in sport. You're basically coming in to pitch, and you've got every guy who's trying to hit a home run constantly, and their stats quite often are terrible. But he was told to come into a game against a defense which was playing pretty well at that point. Yeah. They had the beers contained. And basically go out there and just hit home runs. And your success rate, by definition, is going to be much, much lower. So none of his stats mean anything. So a lot of people are <laughs> saying right now, oh, well, he had less than 60% completion. His QBR was really... That doesn't matter. When you're coming into a game and they say, go and win it, none of that matters. At all, the fact that you won it is the only thing that matters. Going into this game is when he's got to start again. He's now going to have the ability to start from scratch. So nothing else, nothing else makes sense. Nothing else matters. Well done, Mm -hmm. Nick Foles.
0: There was no real run game for the Bears for most of the game. I mean, Mitch Trubisky had the joint longest uh, yards.
1: Yeah, and that was because he had one particular breakaway where it ran. Break- was nowhere yeah. near him and he just carried <laughs> him on running. You're sort of like, do I, do I keep going? Do I, do I stop? I'll, mm-hmm. I'll keep going. I'll keep going. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. uh, Alan Robinson had a day. 10 receptions for 123 yards and a touchdown. Jimmy Graham got two touchdowns on the day, so he enjoyed himself. Alan Robinson is the, most- the, the
1: most unfortunate guy in the NFL because he's had throwing at him Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, there is two quarterbacks who's had thrown when he him. was in Jacksonville. Yeah, and now
0: in uh, in Chicago. Yeah, and now he's got Nick Foles. So. Now he's
1: got Nick Foles for the current. You know, for a few weeks. There you
0: go. And also, uh, to Sean Gibson was the uh, guy getting the interception on the on the Falcons that sealed the win. Yeah, as uh, as the Falcons were trying to drive down the field to to get a winner. Um, um,
1: it was noticeable for me that Foles, when Foles came in, he was getting through his reads a lot quicker because the criticism I've always had of uh Trubisky is that he'll run through his progression sort of two or three times.
0: But can't throw left
1: there's also i'll come on to that in a second um so there was a couple of points where cohen constantly was peeling off just on a not even a slant he was just constantly just running out and just standing there going I'm here if you need me and mm-hmm. Foles didn't even have to look Foles was looking is there anything on no I'm gonna dump it off and at one point Cohen made I think he got the ball on the 25 and made it all the way to the 50 mm-hmm. or got it on the 50 and made it to the Falcons 25 just from a simple dump off and it's I'm a good quarterback I know what I'm doing and I know there's a guy there. Yeah, I don't even need to look at him so and it, it was that kind of confidence of having it And it's also the fact that the Falcons are do, the fact the Falcons are Running a hybrid defense that goes from a four-three to a f- three-four constantly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have a set position. The reason for that is they can't switch to a nickel or dime package because they don't have enough defensive quality defensive backs.
0: They do not have enough. Good and quality Raheem
1: backs. Morris has done this. He did this with uh, Tampa when he was down in Tampa, and when he was um, with I think was it Kansas. He was with Kansas for a bit as well. But he he tends to do this where you must go from having um, three defensive. Uh, Fronts instead of running a nickel package, you'll then have four linebackers instead. Mm-hmm. And it just—I don't understand why they keep employing that tactic. Cause it's better to have, even if you put in a tight end. I mean, we've seen the Patriots do it a number of times with Gronk. Mm-hmm. Kansas do it with um, Kelsey as well. Stick a big guy at the back and let him cause trouble. Mm. And it, the, the switch from a four-three to a three-four does not work. It fundamentally does not work, especially in the fourth quarter. So it doesn't shock me too much that this keeps on happening um, to the Falcons, to be honest. In terms of Trubitsky's passing left, so this is quite a popular myth. So, it's not um, a myth, it's true. Well, I want to do a bit of research and, and so in this game specifically. So um, he passed left. He tried to pass left eight times oh, okay. and completed it four times. Ooh, 50%. Passing straight and right he completed 10 out of 14, which is fine. Yeah. Um, when Falls was passing left, because the defence was obviously reading that nothing was going left, he completed 9 out of 14, one of which was a touchdown. Mm. So that was something that was obviously a benefit to the, uh, to the Bears. Now, guess what um, uh, benefit to the Bears in terms of offence when uh, Falls came in? Mm-hmm. Guess what Trubisky's success ratio is? His entire time at the Bears, his completion ratio going to the left... Twelve (laughs) percent
2: his entire time. Twelve percent. Well, it shows
1: that this season he's obviously tried to improve it, but you know It's not been something he's been successful with. Guess what? So also his passer rating when thrown over twenty yards Mm -hmm. straight. Mm -hmm. So when you're throwing straight, when you're throwing twenty yards straight down the middle, his average passer rating is fifteen point one against the league average of eighty seven. Now, Mike Glennon, in 2017, Mm. when Mm. he was the starter before Trubisky, his average was 40. So, you're that much worse than Mike Glennon. The stats back up that he's just not the right guy and he's not making an impact.
0: And there's there's been these Trubisky truthers for the first two weeks of the season because they were 2-0 going into the game.
1: Yeah. Um, Which you understand. If you're winning games, then it buys you time. I understand
0: why Chicago fans... Saying that because they've never had a good quarterback, so they don't know what one looks like. Except mm. when they're smashing them,
1: never had a good quarterback. <laughs> they've never well,
0: give me tell me about a good quarterback for the Bears. No, I'm
1: quite sweeping today, but they them. haven't. They haven't never had a good quarterback. Just have had one. They had Nick Foles last week. He's a good quarterback. <laughs> Super Bowl MVP. Maybe you
0: have. Uh, anyway, better just talk about the Falcons quickly. Then obviously it started so well for Atlanta. Um, Matt Ryan had 238 passing yards, a touchdown. Uh, an interception I could talk about at the end but Todd Gurley had 80 yards and a touchdown uh, on the ground so did Brian who had a touchdown Um, Calvin Ridley had over 110 yards no touchdown but Hayden Hurst got his receiving touchdown on his one catch Um, and there were two interceptions for the Falcons as well so uh, Blydi Ray Rielsen and uh, De Quiz Denard that was the one where it was called a touchdown on the field but then they reversed it into a a touchback with an interception yeah and yeah, also uh, Falcons kicker Young huku he had a slow start with a missed field goal and extra point in the first half, and of course the Falcons lost by four points.
1: I so genuine, I genuinely don't think that Atlanta's issue is with offense. I mean they're scoring enough points. Mm. They they seem pretty potent. I mean if you look at Matt Ryan, Matt that was Ryan, without
0: Julio Jones.
1: Yeah, if you look at Matt Ryan, if you at his current rate, the way he's scoring, he'll get over five thousand. Per uh, passing yards this season, that's more than he got in his MVP season. Mm. He's he's having a decent year. There's nothing wrong with his stats whatsoever. On offense, they're they're fine.
0: Could do some more touchdowns.
1: Could do, but they're fine. They're scoring enough points.
0: He had a worse rating than
1: Trubisky. That issue is on defense. Yes, it's as simple as that. Yeah. And we we said uh, in, during during free agency this year, going into the draft, they have to address that secondary because it's garbage, mm. and they quite simply haven't.
0: yep and uh, yeah, so that's uh, Dan Quinn's sixth year as head coach for the Falcons, going off to another good start. Yeah, he basically played for his job at the end of last year, which saved him. Yeah, they had a good run last. They had a good, run last. They had a
1: good run last year, which uh, I think they ended with seven and nine. It was
0: when they smashed the Saints out of nowhere and yeah. then went on a run. But I don't understand why he's still in the job. Why haven't we had the news out today, Dave? That he's gone.
1: Wow. Well. Mm, that may be coming sooner rather than later.
0: <laughs> Maybe by the time this thing gets uh, released, it's <laughs> happened. But Maybe not that soon. At but time of recording, um, he soon. is still in place as the Falcons head coach. And let's move on. Oh, one last thing: quick plug them for YouTube. So um, check out uh, the QB School, who just released a video about Nick Foles coming in for the Bears in this game. So some nice, uh, some nice analytical footage there. If we're gonna plug another um, NFL contributor.
1: Yeah, I don't care.
0: <laughs> the QB school. Uh, so let's go to another game then, Dave. Let's look at the oh yeah, the Buffalo Bills at home to the LA Rams. How about this one? Ended up thirty-five, thirty-two for the uh, for the Buffalo Bills, but of course they uh, they tried to work for it in the end. The Rams had a massive comeback, and yes, yeah, we talk about Josh Allen first. Obviously, he was getting a lot of plaudits going into the fourth quarter. Three hundred eleven yards, four touchdowns, just one interception, lost a fumble as well, though end up the rating of 128.9
1: Yep I Josh Allen this season is proving to be uh, better than I think most people thought he would mm-hmm. um, but again if you look at his last 14 games, 23 touchdowns, 3 interceptions and his big issue that everyone said is the fact that he will have interceptions on the ball it's great on his feet he doesn't particularly command the team well he doesn't look like a leader but you can't argue with his stats at the moment. I think he's looking absolutely fine. Um, it's a team with a strong defence as well. Mm. I think the Bills look like a real, legit team this season. I don't think they'll win the Super Bowl, but no. they'll, not, certainly, not, they'll certainly make the playoffs.
0: Not like they're going to let teams in like they did the Rams in well, this game. Yeah,
1: so the Rams did really well to come back. I mean, with under five minutes left in the third quarter, they were 28-3 down. Yeah. Um, I mean, with, that game was home and home. With only be. 146 passing yards. Yeah. I, this, this type of game reminds me why you should never, ever... Give up on a game, mm-hmm. and we've all with we, all the teams we supported. We've all had games where we've come back and won games, when you think, Christ, how the hell did we do that? And we've yeah. all had games which have happened the other way. we have like, Yeah, we got this hosed, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you think, Christ, we lost that by two scores. How did that happen? <laughs> so, it I mean, they only had 146 passing yards at that point. The game was you know, it was almost doubled by the end of it in terms of number of points. It mm-hmm. was an insane finish to the game. Yeah. Um, and the number of air time that was actually given to it on red zone was you know, paramount to that at the beginning there was you know the, this,
0: the Rams scored 29 points in the second half yeah ridiculous completely was scoring ridiculous three in the first half so, yeah.
1: and this is against the famed Bill, Bills defence yeah. as well
0: they just decided they had enough basically Yeah, Jared Goff had a, a good end of stat day as you said it wasn't good for the first uh, three quarters ended up with 321 yards yeah. two touchdowns one interception um, scored on four consecutive drives for that that comeback. Let's um, just to look who on the uh, receiving side did so. Rob uh, Cooper Cup had 107 receiving yards for the Rams and a touchdown. Robert Woods had a 74-yard game and yeah. a touchdown. Uh, also on the other side, there's Cole Beasley got 100 yards exactly, but no touchdown. But there's always with Cole Beasley got the hard yards. You got the first downs on on third down plays. Um, Gabriel Davis had a good day with 81 yards. Uh, Devin Singletary. He had over a 100 yards scrimmage and uh, almost got a touchdown. But, was there, but, there
1: a tight end called Lee Smith? As well. Yeah, Lee Smith got a touchdown. I was like, I've never heard of this guy. <laughs> it was a
0: one-yard catch. <laughs> yeah, uh, what a catch. Tyler Croft got two touchdowns for yep. the Bills. Yeah, the winning, winning score. he got a touchdown as well, yeah. Uh, yeah, his second touchdown was the winner with 15 seconds left. Obviously, there was a dubious yeah, um, appearance interference play yeah. call, uh, happening there at the end. So
1: that was on Darius Williams, who yeah. I really, really like. He's a guy I saw a couple of times, and he was on um, Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. He was featured on Hard Knocks. So he was an undrafted free agent with... Did he go straight to the Rams or with Kansas first or someone like that? But he was an undrafted free agent. And, um, yeah, he looks a very, very good corner. So came it came in basically as a a uh, nickel cover and has forced his way as, as a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, when you've got Jalen Ramsey at the other end of you, you need to be good because people will target you. And he's yeah. proven to be okay this year. Um, the PI call, I didn't see it. I mean, no, it was very the PI soft. call was on fourth and nine and it would have won the game. Mm-hmm. Um, instead, they called uh, pass interference and. Fresh set of downs. Fresh set downs, gave him a new start, right on, it was basically first and goal and they mm-hmm. ended up winning it. Yeah. Um, yeah, at this point, again, I, I, I wasn't a massive fan last year of the ability to um, sort of appeal against and challenge P.I. calls, but this is circumstances where they really need to go and look at it again. But I don't think they would have been able to anyway because it was in the final two minutes and you probably couldn't challenge you in that They weren't allowed to challenge you, Yeah, so there has to be something put in place where the referees can go, all right, look, the game's going to decide on that. Let's just go and have a look at it. There needs to be a Booth review immediately, and there just wasn't. Mm. Um, so frustrating for the Rams, but... It's two really good teams. The Rams are better on offense than the Bills are. The Bills are better on defense, probably, than the Rams are. <laughs> um, and there two was two sacks for Alan Donald. Though. The three points in it. Alan Donald at the end. Aaron. I mean, that's what I said. Alan Donald.
0: Said like Alan just
1: Nah, the- whatever. <laughs> I mean, one of the sacks was a loss for about twenty yards. Oh um,
0: yeah. Well, that was the big problem for uh, for Alan. He kept giving up a lot of yards when he was taking sacks.
1: But I understand why. It's a similar thing with it's Kyle Murray. It's, it's a similar thing with Kyler Murray. Most most people you can get away with. Most people he can get away from. Mm. If there's an, if there's a defensive lineman coming towards him, most of the time I'll back Allen to get away from him. I'll back Murray to get away from him. You back, back Lamar Jackson to get away from him because they're just quick enough. You're not going to get away from Aaron Donald because no. he will keep on going. And when he and you are not going to be able to ride a tackle as soon as he has got a hold of you. That's it. So the fact that he lost 10 or 15 yards yeah throw it away I mean one of them he went to throw away and they called it um, Intentional grounding it, Originally they called it Intentional grounding and then he said he was down by contact because his knee was on yeah, the floor before he actually no, released it Yeah, he tried it. to throw it Yeah So it, I understand why because you want to keep the play going but it was two really good teams separated by three points um, and we'll probably see both of them in the playoffs later on this season so ultimately it was it was just a good entertaining game to see
0: And the Rams kicker Sam Sloman missed a field goal as well so Three points. It all adds up. Yeah, indeed. Let's talk about another team then. Uh, How about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Dave?
1: Yeah.
0: Might as well rip that plaster off while we're here. (laughs) I think... Went into Denver. Yeah. And a comfortable win there for Thomas Brady. Winning the game 28 points to 10. Yeah. 297 passing yards for Brady. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, End up with a rating of 115.8. Um... It's the first time in almost a decade, so since 2000, November two thousand ten, that the Bucks have won back-to-back games by fourteen or more points.
1: Yeah, Bucks were good in this game. Mm. Got nothing against, and they were they were they were very good. Um, you can't really say any more than that. They beat a uh, a Broncos team with limited direction at the moment. And players were underperforming, and uh, yeah, the Bucks were just very efficient. That's literally it. There's there's, there's no great story of this game. For the Bucks. Oh, there must be a great story. Well, there's no great story of the game for the Bucks. I mean, it was they just did everything they needed to. Let's go in, get a win, not get any injuries, and go home. That's what they did. Mm-hmm. And this is what we used to see from the Patriots all the time. So, you, you know, you, they go in, score enough points, and leave. That's it. On the Broncos side of it, we started with Jeff Driscoll. Yep. Um, didn't have a great game. No. Brett Ripon came in after that. I think he completed almost every pass. I don't think he had eight of nine. Eight of nine, yeah. So he had a half decent game. Um, Fifty-three
0: yards and interception. Yeah. yeah
1: so he good. was he was bought the interception. I think was a tip pass though, if I remember rightly. But that was the one he didn't he didn't in, didn't complete. So uh, Drift, Jeff Driscoll was taken out um, by the uh, by Pat Shermer, and I fully expect Blake Bortles to start next week. You can't when you take out your your backup, you can't really go back to him when you've taken him out halfway through a game, when the game is still within reach, really. You put in your third string, um, Brett Rippon, Rippon's not going to start. There's no reason. he's not gonna start. He's there he's essentially there for as as yeah, right. training for the uh for the backup wide receivers and tight ends. There's more issues with this Broncos team though, than just the quarterback. No offense, blocking is, of course, an issue. The offensive line is terrible.
0: Well, can we just, just talk about that? Because there were six sacks in this game for yeah. the, the Bucks, um, eight tackles for loss, five passes defended, and ten QB hits. No wonder they pulled uh, Jessica from the game. You probably keep him alive. Yeah. He ended up with 176 passing yards, a touchdown, an interception, uh, a rating of 71. He was over four on fourth down attempts. So you tried to go. You went for it four times on fourth down. Yep. Didn't make any of them. Nope. Um, Scotty Miller had a good game for the. I oh, just went the, the Broncos quickly. So Jerry Judy had the most yards for you in the air, fifty-five yards. Uh, Tim Patrick got your touchdown. I don't know if I had forty-six yards. I don't
1: remember us going for four first downs. If I'm honest,
0: four fourth downs. Yeah,
1: four fourth downs. I don't you're remember us going fourth. for four.
0: Well, there you go, mate. Mm. What happened in the flash. It was just a uh, question. You're probably that's wiping that. the tears away from your eyes at the time. No, they, no nervous, at this point, but... you accept defeat.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, there, there are more. There are more issues I mean this is This is a Broncos team This is a Broncos team Which is littered With um, Injuries now Mm. So we've now In total Got 14 injuries um, 11 of which Are starters Either side of the ball Yeah It's the worst in the NFL
0: it's worse than the uh, 49ers. Worse than the 49ers
1: and we lost Drew Casey this week. Yeah. I've got to say, I'm not all that fussed with draw Casey at the moment because you and I have got the same amount of quarterback sacks this season as Drew Casey has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a bit of a waste of money if I'm perfectly honest. Sort of bed in. Um Kareem Jackson's pretty much out now, Bryce Callahan's out. Um Jeremy Attatchu looked like he was going to be coming back, he's now out again. Um Trey Marshall's gone. Elijah Wilkinson, who is our right tackle, so anyone who doesn't know. And um, the Broncos have had issues on the offensive line for quite some time. Yeah, by those out. Yep. And uh, we went out and got Juwan James, who from Miami, Miami, I think he was. um, Didn't pay it for him, he was a free agent. Gave him a big contract, he got injured in the first snap of the first game last season, was out for the entire year. Mm. This year, decides COVID's too risky and doesn't want to play. Okay, that's his decision, fair play. So we then have Elijah Wilkinson, who is the worst right tackle I've ever seen. Um, (laughs) Pretty much every sack that we've given up, was from Nigel Wilkinson this this uh, well this season? To be perfectly honest, um, weirdly though, Garrett Bowles has been he's been all right this year. He's been really good this year, which is a massive shock. Um, and the offensive line has is made up of five component parts. Four of them are okay, and one of them is absolute dross, which is causing us massive amounts of problems. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's also a thought process that do we want drew lock to come back in with a bad shoulder early because our season's already gone we're not going to make the playoffs now we know that um so uh, we, you know we're 0-3 and we've still got to play the patriots twice uh play the uh chiefs twice yeah we're not going to make the playoffs it's as simple as that <laughs> so do we want to bring drew lock back early with a bad shoulder with potentially a right tackle where he's just going to get hit all game it doesn't make sense so well, you
0: said you're never out of it until you're out of it.
1: Oh, we're out of it. No, on a, in a game, <laughs> in a game, absolutely, in in a game, absolutely, in in, in the season. Yeah, we're we in esteemed
0: company game. down there. New York Jets are zero three. Yep. Uh, Houston Texans are zero three.
1: Yeah, Texans is a rough and three. The Giants are and three. That is that is a rough and three. It's like a boxer. Sometimes were sometimes you see a boxer's record and they've lost like 9, but then you realize they they've played like the the they've, they've boxed the pound for pound greatest. They haven't dodged mm-hmm. it. It's not a padded record. That's what the Texans have got. Yeah. They, they fought the big 5 You, you know, they are these hard Mexicans who fought every single tough fight and they've done it outside of their own backyard. And the as Bengals well. have
0: a better record, than you know.
1: Yep, it's true. True story. It's true. Okay and the Steelers have been very fortunate because everyone you've played so far this season if you combine their entire records together it's 0-9 you've played nothing but
0: dross have we uh, fair enough if that's what you want to say Dave it's what true. makes you sleep at night stats me? can't lie stats can't lie <laughs> stats can make you anything as well um, just quickly touchdowns then for the box came from uh, Chris Godwin who returned from a game out with a concussion he didn't finish the game though with a hamstring issue and Mike Evans got two touchdowns on two yards yeah
1: two yards and two passes yeah. that was it
0: yeah, well, that's the most effective receiver you want, isn't it?
1: The biggest problem that the Bucks have got is that they didn't throw Mike Evans the ball enough. Mm. That's that When that's the biggest problem, you've got an offence, <laughs> you're doing all right.
0: Let's talk about another game. Finished with a point to spare, and that was the Tennessee Titans at the Minnesota Vikings. Ended up 31 points to 30 in the Titans' favour as the away team. Uh, Tannehill had a game of 321 yards, but no touchdowns, one interception end up with a rating of 78.8 Kirk Cousins on the other hand had a bit of a bounce back game 251 passing yards 3 touchdowns 2 interceptions um, but a more accomplished look on offense by the Vikings who looked pretty toothless last week
1: Yeah, Titans look pretty good this week I mean, Vikings or, or Titans? Uh, Titans? Titans Titans okay. look pretty good this week uh, Vikings looked okay on the offensive side of the ball defensive is really? still a mess I yeah. mean the Vikings are a real mess they're the third worst team this year in terms of total yards conceded. And that's on both sides of the ball. They're equally inept to stopping the run as they are passing yards. I think it's somewhat ironic that they've got the most efficient um, defender in terms of tackles uh, in linebacker Eric Hendricks, who's the league's joint um, leader in terms of tackles. So that tells you how bad the rest of the team are. They're, they jettisoned, I think Emerson Griffiths left. Um, there, were, there were quite a few people who left In on defence and they seem to be suffering massively um, because they are not good enough defensively
0: No, the Titans got interceptions from Jonathan Joseph and the Marnie Hooker the Vikings safety um, Harrison Smith picked off Tannehill in the end zone in the second quarter so that was Tannehill's one interception that was a bit of a a blow but they still come back and won it Uh, Khalif Raymond for the Titans had 118 receiving yards on just three catches Um, Corey Davis had 69 yards Johnny Smith 61 yards it was Derek Henry that got the scoring done 119 rushing yards and two touchdowns the Titans are 15-0 and Dave when Henry gets over 100 yards Yeah. so just keep giving them the ball the more you give it to him, the more chance you've got of winning
1: yeah and Titans have won six of the last seven including playoff games they're on real form yeah in real real form
0: better talk about the Vikings offense quickly you said they played well mm-hmm. uh, Dalvin Cook with his shiny new contract had 181 rushing yards and a touchdown that's an, a career high 190 scrimmage yards so great game for Dalvin Cook um, Carl Rudolph got a one-handed beautiful touchdown. He's good at those. At yep. the back of the end zone, um, Adam Thielen had a touchdown. But we better talk about uh, my boy and not your boy, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, who you wrote off after? I didn't one write of the off.
1: I was, I was reporting that what everyone else was saying, and the fact that he'd had a terrible off season. Seven catches. If seventy-five
0: yards and a touchdown.
1: If he's coming back from that, well, I've nothing against. him. I think he's absolutely fine. I mean, he's, mm. you know, in college you look at him. He's a human highlight. Really, he's just amazing. The best receiver they have. Uh, Adam Thielen would probably have something to say about that. Give it a couple more weeks. Um, but I mean, just because he had a good game doesn't mean to say you know. It doesn't mean say he's the best receiver they've
0: got. Look, it just means I'm right, Dave. Right? Okay,
1: i never. I'd, well, first of all, <laughs> you're not. I second of him. all, okay. Second of all, but what in your fantasy? Yeah, be about the only thing you've got right in your bloody fantasy Ooh, so far. I
0: won on both my leagues, son. Yeah. So, uh, I'm consistent. You didn't win. I lost them both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> all four, actually. You're in that glass house, throwing them stones. Hey, no, bricks. You. <laughs> you are throwing bricks.
1: No, I've got nothing else, Jefferson. I think he's. I think he's very, very good. It's just that in. Uh, preseason or whatever preseason there were, uh, it was obvious that he hadn't been working out, and he re- everyone really wasn't impressed with him to the f- to the point where he wasn't even playing with the second team. Mm. He was working out with backup mm. quarterbacks and punt returning. He's obviously made good on that now, and he had a great game. So fair to play to him. Mm.
0: Uh, we said that Roundtown had no touchdowns, and uh, Derek Henry ran into, so it then relied on the leg of Stephen Goskowski. Who uh, scored six field goals? He ever reliable. Yeah, yeah, ever now reliable. <laughs> uh, Dan Bailey missed one of his two for the Vikings. Yeah. And Titans Pro Bowl left tackle, Taylor One left with a shoulder injury. And of course, everyone knows Taylor One knows that he doesn't just fake an injury. So no. it's probably quite he Could be come for a while.
1: Yeah. The thing with this game, I know, I think there was a point in it. It was 31 30, mm. give or take. I think, was that the score? That was the final score. That was the final score. So there's a point in it. But this felt like it was more than a one point game. The Titans were kind of... They were very effective in terms of gaining yards. They, they were making massive, huge, big chunks of yards, and it felt easier for them to score than it did the Vikings.
0: But it was a bend-not-break from the Vikings' defence. The fact they had them to field goals a lot, yeah. it could have been a...
1: a it could have out. been an absolute blowout. Yeah. So I think it feels like this is a bigger win for the Vikings, even though they lost, mm-hmm. than it was for the Titans. I don't, I don't know if that makes any sense. Are but they not,
0: Are you not done with them anymore?
1: Well, uh, well, no, I'm done with them in terms of picking them in, in predictions because <laughs> not ever. Just for the next couple of weeks, um, the uh, Viking, the Vikings are a weird team at the moment. I mean, they're one of only two teams at the moment to have conceded more than 100 points this season, mm-hmm. and combi- you know compare that to last year, they only conceded 303 all year last year, and they've already conceded more than 100 this year. Is there something weird going on? I don't. Mike Zimmer's a defensive coach there's something strange going on I know there's a lot of people who don't rate Mike Zimmer and he's having a hard time with it in Minnesota but they're better than this you look at the individual pieces they've got they are better than this they should be should be which is why I'm done with them
0: I want to talk about a game which was a bit of a shocker it probably busted a lot of hackers yeah wide open and that was the Detroit Lions at the Arizona Cardinals the red hot Arizona Cardinals going into the game everyone's swooning over the, that team Someone foregone called, conclusion, right?
1: Someone called them White Hut. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a throwback.
0: <laughs> Pretty much a foregone conclusion that the uh, Cardinals are going to win this game. They ended up losing it at home, 26 points to 23 on a Matt Prater field goal. Um, it was the fourth of the game for Matt Prater, it clinched the win. Uh, Matt Stafford had a good day uh, with 270 yards passing, two touchdowns, no interceptions, a rating of 119 and Kyler Murray on the other side had 270 yards passing as well so exactly the same two touchdowns but three interceptions ended up with a rating of 72.3 um, yeah those were real stingers Jeff Acuda, the rookie first round pick Daron Harmon and Jamie Collins so ex-Patriots all chimed in with interceptions yeah
1: the Acuda the Okuda uh, interception was a tipped pass it should have been caught it yeah. wasn't He intercepted it I think mean, it took it back about 25-30 yards as well mm-hmm. so that was a big big uh Blow for them. I think in this game it was pretty obvious that you had two very good quarterbacks. Uh, Matt Stafford is one of the most underrated players in the NFL. Really, I think he's very, very good. Since he's come into the league, only one person has had more game-winning drives than him, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I mean, some would argue that it's only because Pat Mahomes has not been in the league all that long. Yeah, yeah, give it a few more years. You (laughs) know, again, stats tell you what you want.
0: And also, if your team's behind in the end, as well to come back. Yeah, but that's
1: not on him. He doesn't play defense. No, no, he no, spends a lot of time chasing
0: That requires your team To be behind Going Matt, into the fourth imagine quarter
1: Imagine if Matt Stafford Was in New England though Or imagine if he was in <laughs> Kansas He'd be his, his, his career would be Entirely different And his so legacy If you're the number different. one Overall pick mate like, You go to a bad this team This is true This is very true Although This was his Two number one overall picks them mm. And Kyler Murray's not With a bad team No, well, he's not yeah. with a bad Offense Defence is terrible But again, it's a defense that's being run by Vance Joseph. Their defense is bad. It's not good. They give up massive, great big chunks of yards on errors constantly. And it has to wind up. It has to wind you up as an offensive coordinator or offensive coach, which, you know, it's one of those things. The Cardinals are going to be let down down by their defense, which is kind of their history. It's what, what happens in Arizona constantly.
0: Adrian Peterson managed to get seventy-five yards yep. on Sunday on twenty-two carries, so they used them a lot. And he had game. some
1: receiving yards as well, mm. which you don't normally see from HP. Uh,
0: no, uh, Kenny Galladay uh, had the, re- the touchdown for the Lions, as well as old uh, Steeler Jesse James. Yeah, from tight end. Good
1: blocking game from Jesse James. The amount it's of times, a good was, oh my god, yeah, the amount of times I saw him with. um I can't remember Hodkinson? who the Russia was now No Well Hopkinson was the other end But I'm yeah. trying to think who the Russia was Who he was dealing with It wasn't Buddha Baker it was the other one Chandler Jones maybe yeah, Probably But yeah Unbelievable game by Jesse James Had a couple of receptions as well had A decent game
0: He was very good for the Steelers It's just we yep. upgraded so. But
1: the uh, The battle of the day Was Jeffrey Kuda Against um, uh, DeAndre Hopkins what I mean, it was unbelievable, It was so good.
0: Yeah, welcome to the league, Jeffrey. Yeah. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins ended up with 10 receptions on 12 targets for 137 yards, no touchdown. Andy Isabella caught both of those.
1: Andy Isabella, so he's a former track guy, he's a guy I really, really like. I think he ran the 40-minute, da- uh, 40-yard dash in about 1.9 seconds. He's he rapid, <laughs> rapid, maybe not 1.9 seconds. He was nowhere near that, it was like a 4-3 or something like that. It was <laughs> insane. And he's one of those guys, if you can get him in his first year, he was injured a lot, so he just wasn't yes. playing. And um, if you can get him out in the open, he's just yards after contact. He's, he's just insane. He's so good. So, so good. Um, so, next gen, one thing that I found interesting next gen had uh, 22 direct head to head battles in this game. So, they'll look at this player versus this player, and it's a direct battle between the two of them who's playing head off. And the Lions won 18 of them. So of the 22, okay. the Lions won 18. That's the second highest win ratio this season. Second only to the Ravens week one win against the Browns. So it wasn't just one particular area that, you know, it wasn't just Matt Stafford. It was all over the, the Lions were winning these battles. But again, it's two teams who are probably as good as each other. And Cardinals are probably better, but have massive defensive weaknesses. And it was separated by three points.
0: Carla did run in the touchdown.
1: Yeah. Even he- oh, what a run though. Yeah. You have to go back and watch that. I think it was third quarter, about five minutes left. And he kind of it, he shows the guy going one way, just completely ducks out and gets t- contact. Oh, he's box office. Unbelievable. There's, he, there's a reason we're swooning
0: over him. It's because he is a very, very good quarterback. He's my
1: favourite player to watch in the NFL at the moment, Ooh, from an offensive perspective. Wow. He really is. He's <laughs> so good. Well, the next man might have I'm some not saying he's the that. best. I'm not saying he's the best. He's just my favourite to watch.
0: Well, I was going to talk about Russell Wilson then. Yep. Let's move on to the Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, it went the way that most bookies thought it was going to go, and the Seahawks uh, getting the win. Russell Wilson getting five touchdowns again and no interceptions. Um, he became the fifth quarterback to throw five touchdown passes in consecutive games. Just five. Yeah. Can you name him Dave? Nope. <laughs> well, it was Ben Roethlisberger, obviously, in 2014. Drew
1: Luck.
0: No. Tom Brady <laughs> in 2007. Dante Culpepper in 2004. And Tom Flores in 1963 are the only four quarterbacks that have done back to back five touchdown pass games so welcome to the club Russell Wilson he's having a great start to season. has anyone with a rating of 130.7 has
1: anyone done three games with five touchdowns I'll
0: let you know next week because Seahawks have got the <laughs> Dolphins this week <laughs> Oh yeah, so... the <laughs> a bit
2: being <extremely> made <laughs> ooh, ooh.
0: <laughs> spicy uh, Dak Prescott had a, a fairly good day he had, had over 470 uh, passing yards Three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, Shaq uh, Griffin and Ryan Neal got those. Uh, he also lost a fumble as well. But, it was kind of end-to-end. It was a relatively interesting game. Dallas yeah. stayed in it.
1: Well, he it was, it was the number one offense against the worst defense. So, the Cowboys, stats-wise, have the best offense just in terms of yards. Mm. I mean, what did that get? 400 and something? I think you probably said, yards, yeah, it's a ridiculous amount of yards. I mean, when you've got his receiving court and his offensive line and the fact that the opposition have to stack the boss because you've got Ezekiel Elliott... It makes it a bit easier so, for you. Zeke only managed 34
0: yards in no, 58 scrimmage, but he's there. Okay, right. You got yeah. Yeah, you you, you can't have to account for him. You
1: have you have to account for him, and it's one of the reasons that we were so, uh, that the Broncos were so successful in '97, '98, because we had Terrell Davis. You can't leave the box open. You have to leave him there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to leave men in the box, which then means Rod Smith's out on his own somewhere on <laughs> <and> man on man coverage. <laughs> so it the Cowboy. So that Prescott's got it easy. I'm still not his biggest fan. I still don't think he's particularly all that talented. Um, the Seahawks have the worst defence this season. Um, statistically, and just by looking at them, they're terrible. Um, and I know that Jamal Adams went out injured as well in this he game. He did. Um, I don't know to the, to what extent, but that's a big, big issue for them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just talk about offence
1: then. Yeah. So uh,
0: let's talk about the, the Cowboys first, because like I said, they were the number one offence going into the game. Michael Gallup had six catches, for 138 yards and a touchdown. Cedric Wilson... Showed up with 107 yards and two touchdowns. He's
1: had a couple of good games this year. Mm-hmm.
0: Amari Cooper, 86 yards. C.D. Lamb, 65 yards. So, yeah. That was all fairly solid numbers. Uh, on the Seahawks' side, um, D.K. Metcalf. I <laughs> mean,
1: <laughs> anyone who hasn't <laughs> watched it... <laughs> Don't celebrate until you're done.
0: No, this has happened before to some players. Yes. But, uh, it was, Metcalf... well, there was
1: a Bears player that it happened to famously and he dropped the ball. Oh, it was, no, uh, was Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, yeah. He the dropped Eagles. the ball just before he got into the end zone. Yeah. This he is here. a little
0: bit different. So DK Metcalf had four receptions on eight targets. He ended up with 110 yards and a touchdown, but he should have had 185 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. He caught the ball, thought he'd crossed the plane, stopped running. And then uh, Trevon Wait. Diggs came in and knocked the ball out of his hand Yeah At the back of the end zone for a touchback Well, you know he, He's got a habit of this DK has problems with concentrating by the looks of it He can make unbelievable catches He is an elite wide receiver yeah. As long as he is paying attention
1: I'd say he's a good wide I wouldn't call him elite He's a good wide receiver I don't,
0: Second I, season and he's tearing it up
1: mate. I agree, but I don't think he's elite I think elite is maybe top five Depends on your definition of elite, top five Top ten can I give in the top ten, call elite top ten. Okay, I'll yeah. oh, stretch to the top ten. I disagree, but I, I stretch the to top ten. I, 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 don't think he's in that top ten. Okay, but I, I agree. He's very, very good, but he's prone to this. Yeah, um, and it's not. I mean, the only, the only thing benefit for the Seahawks is he's being ridiculed by this. It's being shown on a lot of highlight reels. Yeah, you can't escape this. Yeah, you can't escape it, and that might be a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's not a playoff game where it's going to cost them. They still won the game. It hasn't cost them anything. They still won the game. Yep. And I guarantee next time he's running towards the end zone with the ball in his hand, he's going to be clutching that thing like it's his first one. You, you'd son. hope so. You yeah. Hope you'd so. really hope so.
0: Um luckily for the Seahawks they've also got Tyler Lockett, who doesn't let the ball go. Yeah. He had a hundred yards exactly at three, the efficiency. three touchdowns. Um, very helpful for my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob Hollister had one catch for one yard and one touchdown, so perfect.
1: And Jacob Hollister does more in the blocking game, though. He's, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he is Greg has 61
0: yards as the other Titans. So. Yeah. Um The other thing was, oh, Greg Zerlein missed two extra points, which was weird for the, the Cowboys. Obviously, the other big. Well,
1: Why was it weird?
0: Well, because Greg the Leg is a pretty good Kicker, so I wasn't expecting him to miss two extra You're points. Right. And I mean, one extra point in the game. He's, is he's, weird, he's famous
1: for having a big leg. He's not famous for being accurate. No, he is. He's not famous right. for. He's not famous. It's like he's not Harrison Butker. He's not. Um, <laughs> Co-
0: <laughs> he missed kicks as well this week. Yeah, but generally. Anyway, I mean, yeah, he's he's
1: not. He's not Justin Tucker. He's just got a big leg.
0: Two other things I want to talk about for this game before we move on. Yeah, both on the Cowboys' defense. One's the ugly, and that was Tristan Hill. Uh, Gator rolling Chris Carson on the ground, so you try and take his leg off.
1: I missed that. I didn't see <sighs> it. So what happened?
0: Well, Chris Carson got injured. He got taken down on the play, and while he was on the ground, Tristan Hill was holding his leg, then rolled. Was he anywhere near the going, ball,
1: or was he? Was it just well, a malicious? Carson thing to try and had the
0: ball. He tackled him down. He was in a big pile.
1: Carson went.
0: Carson, Chris Carson. Right,
1: Carson had the ball.
0: Have I been saying Carson Wentz the whole time? No, no, no. I think just just, just that then. That's time. fine. yeah. Chris so, Carson. Chris Carson
1: runs through, has the ball, gets tackled, the play's yeah. dead, and then he starts rolling around trying to break his leg.
0: Right, Dave, you just watched that replay, because I had to stop it so you could
1: see it. Yeah, that was that. Give was, me your opinion. It was horrendous. Completely ridiculous. Um, I don't necessarily... Yeah, I, pff, is what it is. It's a blatant attempt to try and injure someone. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I reckon he's going to get fined. Good. But maybe not a suspension.
1: I, do you know... Susp- suspensions don't bother me a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Find them, um, but find him like I, I don't. I don't even know what you can find them that's going to make a huge difference. I can't take away his whole season pay, but it's a blatant attempt to. It, we've seen careers end from that kind of tackle. Mm-hmm. So take away his whole season. Take away the, all of the money and give it to Chris Carson. It'll don't give it to the league. Give be, it to Carson. Yeah, let see
0: what his teammates say about it. Because you'd hope that the locker room would stand up against that. Because you don't want to be associated with that kind of a player. Yeah. Um,
1: We've but, seen it a number of times with people. I was We were, we were again talking in our intermission about a time it happened um, with Jeff Hyman. Hyman was absolutely fine, but we've all seen it again where there's been dirty tackles from use Vantes Berfic as an example Yeah. how many times did you know the player was dead he comes in and tries to decapitate someone
0: I thought we kind of left this part of the game behind but there's an unwritten rule that you don't try and hurt someone you're trying to stop someone yeah but that's not an
1: unwritten rule in the NFL it's an unwritten rule in humanity yeah exactly (laughs) it's the golden rule yeah yeah, even in war you don't shoot a medic a medic comes out into no man's land to you know give aid and you don't shoot a medic in this way when the play's dead you, you don't need to try and break his leg it yeah. Is, yeah.
0: so from the ugly on the Cowboys defence to the good and that was Alden Smith so three sacks two tackles for loss four QB hits and the pass defended for Alden Smith who's in the league at least for the time being um, he was the seventh overall pick for the Niners in 2011 but anyone doesn't know Alden Smith um, uber talented but couldn't stay away from the plant so <laughs> he, uh, the league doesn't but like him very much
1: he is the only decent pass rusher that the Cowboys really have DeMarcus DeMarcus um, Lawrence mm. how often do you see DeMarcus Lawrence actually pass rushing no, now and again he's pressure he's not really a pass rusher um, and again he's someone who also loves to plant so you know <laughs> <laughs> but no it's good to see uh, Olden Smith back
0: it is yeah it's hopefully he can uh, stay on the straight and narrow mm-hmm. next game the Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints on Sunday night and the Packers come away with the win in New Orleans 37 points to 30 Uh, Aaron Rodgers 283 passing yards 3 touchdowns no interceptions a rating of 124.9 Drew Brees 288 yards passing again 3 touchdowns again no interceptions and a rating of 127.8 but from what I could see Dave this was a case of two QBs missing their number one wide receivers yes very much so And,
1: and both of them having a great tailback as well
0: yeah you, you lean on your running game and thankfully they've got very elite running backs
1: when we predictions uh, last week yeah. um, I think I actually said it feels like a 50-50 game it's a good time for the Packers to be playing New Orleans mm-hmm. and I fancied the Saints to win by a single score mm-hmm. as it turned out it was the other way um, it was very much a 50-50 game and it was the, probably the game of the week in terms of sheer entertainment it was so so good mm. very very good game
0: I'm not sure if it was the game of the week
1: for me, it was. It was the one I enjoyed most. I mean, I it was probably the only game I saw live, it's apart from uh, Kansas yesterday.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Um, so yeah, let's talk about those running backs then. So Alvin Kamara had six carries, 58 yards, no touchdowns on the ground, but he had 139 receiving yards on 13 catches yeah. and two receiving touchdowns.
1: Yeah, most of those receiving yards came from when he caught the ball about three feet away from Drew Brees. I
0: thought my video was skipping, Dave, because all <laughs> I saw was checkdown passes from Brees to Kamara. I thought, hang on a minute, I've seen this before. Someone yeah. skipped forwards or back or something, but weird. Um Emmanuel Sanders also turned up with a touchdown yeah. um in his first season with the Saints. On the other side of the ball, then so Aaron Jones, 16 carries, just 69 yards and a touchdown. Um he had 17 receiving yards though as well. It was Alan Lazard of all receivers that came up. 146 receiving yards and a touchdown. Robert Tonyon had 50 yards in a touchdown. Mercedes Lewis, Mercedes the old, old man tight yeah. end, we well, uh, had a touchdown in there as well.
1: Mercedes Lewis is a blocker. He's not a receiver. He's, he's, he's the exact opposite of Jared Cook, Jared Cook can't block. Mercedes yeah. Lewis can't catch. Yeah. so it's nice to see him getting involved.
0: It is uh, two sacks for the Packers for second year defensive tackle Kingsley Kiki. Yep, it's quite nice. And um, Tyler Irvin,
1: I forgot he was around. <laughs> it's been a yeah. while. <laughs>
0: Um, there was a turnover on downs for the Packers Taysom Hill had the ball stripped on the following drive to offset the mistake um, yeah a bit messy at times but
1: yeah I mean you bring in you bring in a gadget player and every now and again it'll work every now and again it won't <laughs> non- not a um, quarterback people. no not a
0: quarterback wow
1: well, not a quarterback but it's having a first round tender put against him yeah. <laughs> The I think it was nice to see Adam Troutman play so Adam Troutman was a guy who was really high on in the draft he's had a few injuries through preseason. he was involved a couple of times as well which was really nice to see and
0: What positions did he play, Dave? Uh, he's His tight number. end. Tight end. There you go. Uh, anything else to say on that game? It was fairly kind of just back um, and forth,
1: but it was it was nice to see Latavius Murray getting. I think he got more touches than. Um,
0: he yeah, had double the amount of carries as Kevin yeah. Kamara. Twelve which carries, was, which which was good. Guys. to Say,
1: I, lo- I like Latavius Murray again. He's a yeah. he's he's one of those sort of old war horses. Who's always he's, he's a Frank Gore. <laughs> I don't think he's particularly old. No, I mean, for a running back, old. he's old. He's like twenty nine. <laughs> That's ancient for a running back. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, he, they, they were some hard yards he got. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Real hard yards. But no, good game for him.
0: So from Sunday night to Monday night. Yes. And here we go, Dave. It was the Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, everyone was tipping the, the Ravens to win, including your good self.
1: Yep. Well, yeah. I, I I remember saying it was Clash of the Titans, the two best teams in the NFL. Um, if it was a playoff game, the Kansas would win, but I'm going to go for the uh, Ravens just because I hate um, the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, that didn't work for you, though. Uh, Chiefs nope. end up winning the game 34 points to 20 in Baltimore. Um, they don't give that guy a half billion dollars for no reason, was well said by Ravens defensive tackle Claire Campbell after the game. Um, Mahomes ended the game with 385 passing yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions, no sacks as well, uh, a rating of 133.5. On the other side, Lamar Jackson uh, completed 15 of 28 throws for 97 yards, one touchdown, um, to Nick Boyle, uh, four interceptions. One, two, three. yeah, four interceptions. No, four sacks. Damn it, four sacks.
1: I, I don't remember four interceptions.
0: <laughs> no interceptions for Lamar. No interceptions. Uh, four sacks though, and lost a fumble. Uh, he had eighty-three rushing yards on the game, which, as usual, was the lead running back for the Ravens. talking about the game then, Dave. Any any highlights for you?
1: I think so. This was Lamar Jackson's lowest ever throwing game. Um, Ninety-seven yards. He's never thrown less than that. It's only ever been um, above one hundred yards. More against the Titans in the playoffs, it was over a hundred yards. Okay, um, well, it must have been if you're saying it. Yeah. So is, is, Lamar's record against all of the league in the regular season is twenty-one and one. Against Kansas, yeah. it's zero and three. Yes. This feels like Andre Agassi being great, apart from Pete Sampras at Wimbledon. Yeah. He, he lost, there's, like, seven on a row. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone who don't know, ask your parents. Yeah. So the key to this game wasn't Patrick Mahomes. The key Ooh. to this game was the Kansas Kansas pass rush. Mm-hmm. Now, I was sitting there watching it, and there was something I noticed. And you know when you're sitting there watching it, and then the colour commentator sort of mentions it as well, and with the lines on the screen and everything, you sit there going, yes, I noticed that. <laughs> I, that. I got it only <laughs> first. So... What was happening is that Lamar Jackson was dropping back his usual sort of 10 yards or so. Yeah. And the two pass rushers, so Jones on one side and I can't remember Clark. Who it was, uh, Clark, Frank Clark on the other side, they weren't rushing to get to the quarterback as normal. They right. were running wide. So pins are in? Really, really wide, yeah. So and then, But that gives them the ability to spread the offensive line. It either pins the tight ends back, which means the Titans can't really go as receivers because they have to cover that wide movement. Wait, what are you
0: think you said the Titans then?
1: Tight ends. Oh, sorry. tight ends. Yeah, okay. it pins your tight ends back yeah. so that they can't go and act as receivers. I sure. mean, it, 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 Mark Andrews is the main receiving threat for them. So yeah. when they're pinning him back, that's part of the battle one. Mm-hmm. And they're running so wide that Lamar Jackson can't really run side to side, which means he's having to play through the middle. Mm-hmm. And the amount of times, genuinely, the amount of times he had the ball at his hand and it was eyes down and either run and yep. do nothing, or eyes down, and take the sack. And they were rushing so wide, like ridiculously wide,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but getting to him. And it was that's what was causing all the pressure. Like legit, it, it, so many times I'm sitting there going, oh, my God. I mean, they were sort of lining up as, it, as if it was a 4-3 defense, but having three men in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then inside linebackers were running through the middle, creating almost a 5-2. It was weird. Amazing to watch, but outcoached. Completely outcoached, and they were doing it constantly, constantly. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, it doesn't help Lamar when he's only really got two receiving threats. One of them is Mark Andrews, and the other one is Hollywood Brown. Yeah, Um, Mark Andrews ended the game with ended the day with twenty two receiving yards. Marquise Brown ended it with thirteen receiving yards.
1: Um, Mark Andrews spent most of the day blocking because the offensive line couldn't spread as wide as it needed to in order to create yeah um, but it the thing is now does this create a roadmap as to how to beat, we the, Ravens? How to beat the Ravens
0: we've, we've had two other teams show us how to do it well three including the Chiefs because they've beaten them the other two times they played each other um,
1: but the charges Chargers and the showed exactly the, how to do it but the start. Chargers were able to do it because they've got Derwin James everyone doesn't have uh, Derwin James
0: it wasn't just about Derwin mm. James it was the scheme they played
1: True, but Derwin James was picking up about three men in the middle because he's that good, <laughs> it was which one allowed of the extra one pass way of beating rush. The Ravens. You have to, you have to have good pass rush. You have to have good pass rush in order to beat the Ravens. You have to. There's no just other just way about it. Stop from
0: getting yeah. yards down the field. Yeah,
1: the amount of time because they were rushing so wide. I like the idea of the pincer movement. I like that as a mm-hmm. uh, as the play type. Um, but yeah, they were they were just stopping him. His his rush was nullified. It was completely ineffective.
0: Two sacks for Chris Jones, one each for Frank Clark and Ben Neiman.
1: I'd love to know how many pressures they got, though. It must be double figures each. It was ridiculous. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, the only other touchdown for the Ravens came when uh, wide receiver Devin Devonay returned a kickoff after the second Chiefs score. That was 93 yards for a touchdown, so a nice little return there. Kept a minute, but really, to be losing the game by 14 points when you're a favourite to win by 3.5 is a bit of a climb-down. Um, Harrison Butker missed a field goal and an extra point after his heroics last week against the Chargers but we didn't need him this week nope. if you're a Chargers fan so um, oh yeah quickly McCole uh, Hardman got a touchdown 49 um, yard receiving touchdown it's an absolute bomb uh, Tyreek Hill had a touchdown as well 33 yard one on that Anthony Sherman got a touchdown nice to see a fullback get a touchdown but even better a lineman <laughs> Eric Fisher got <laughs> yeah. a touchdown there he needs
1: to work on his celebrations though oh, yeah
0: not used to it obviously no. but um, yeah, nice to see the ball spread around. And Edwards-Hilaire had another good game. Um, over 100, about 150 scrimmage yards on that. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone was pitching in. Sammy Watkins had 62 yards as well. So, just a great day for the Chiefs. And, uh, yeah. I think the winner... Bragging of, rights belong over there.
1: I think the winner of this game... I mean, the bragging rights belong to them because they won the Super Bowl last year. So, even if they lost this but game... The, the
0: disrespect for saying that the Ravens are just favourites to win that game. I don't understand how that was the, the case.
1: Um, I... <sighs> I side with the... You know why I side with the Ravens. Because don't like um, the Chiefs? Yeah. yeah. But,
0: <laughs> but you picked against the Broncos twice this season. So it's not...
1: But I've been right. Art, is it? No, I know. But I've been right.
0: You're wrong this week.
1: No, just because I hate... My love for the... For the for Kansas... Uh, sorry, my love for the Broncos is not as strong as my hate for Kansas. <laughs> <Weird>. <laughs> I'm joking. No, I, there's more chance of the Ravens beating Kansas this week. I think the thing that, that sums it all up is... At the end of the game, there wasn't this massive showdown. There was 38 seconds on the clock or whatever it was, and Lamar Jackson came on and took a knee. Mm. And the game was over.
0: What good team have the, the Ravens
1: beat? We were not expecting that. Listen, you support what the, good team they You support the Steelers. Let's not go yeah. on about beating good teams. You're not beating a good team in three years. That's outrageous. The winner of this game didn't just win this game.
0: We've beaten the Patriots. We're Shut up. The,
1: the winner of this game didn't just win this game. The winner of this game won about three games. They won a playoff. They won the wild card game because they're probably not going to have to play a wild card game.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: They've won the AFC divisional round because they're probably going to be playing at home against a team who's not as good, and they're going to have home advantage when these two, and well, probably these two, face off against each other in the AFC championship game. So there's a good chance that they may have won three games based on winning this game. Weirdly, Which something I- to
0: think about. Yeah. <laughs> if you think yeah. the Ravens can get that far in the playoffs. They've got Ravens, one game in the playoffs first.
1: Ravens, you've just ruined it for us. It's just more more yeah. winning of the cans. It's, it's like more and more wins for the Chiefs. Yeah, it's when the Patriots used to win a game sort of in the middle of the year against someone good. You think, well, that's them in the AFC Championship. That's them in the Super Bowl now. Yeah, well yeah. done. Brilliant. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly how we feel. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so those are the games we wanted to focus on. Yeah. Um, games we didn't want to focus on were the Thursday night game the, all the way back in Thursday it was the Miami Dolphins beating the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville it's a good game though yeah Fitzpatrick was the first NFL quarterback to notch six wins over the same opponent with six different teams um, and also uh, just quick on Jags running back James Robinson had 129 scrimmage yards and two rushing touchdowns and the most receiving yards for the team so he has come in and outdone really what Leonard Fournette was doing in his tenure with the, the Jags
1: already um, James Robinson, I saw a stat on him. He is uh, he holds the record in NFL history for the least drafted player becoming picked up mid-season uh, in, within like a week. Yeah. Um, previous to that, it was Tariq Cohen. Mm. Cohen wasn't picked up really in week no. one. And I think he threw a touchdown in his first game. Um, so he, it was a lateral and then he threw yeah. it to the touchdown and then scored two touchdowns or something and everyone went "Oh, I like All right him, him. <laughs> pick him up off waivers and he yeah. went from like 1% to 100% I'm actually going um, in the league yeah so uh, I think Philly Sai got him in one of our other leagues um, yeah. so yeah good pick up
0: it was the first time the Dolphins have won by more than 8 points since December the 3rd 2017 1974 a 35-9 victory over Denver yeah so we okay. Uh, Next up was the uh, Sister Kisses, the 23-all tie between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Philadelphia Eagles. If you want to know how bad the Eagles are this season, they're tying with the Bengals at home. Or
1: how good the Bengals are, maybe?
0: Well, possibly. Um, Two touchdowns to fellow rookie uh, T. Higgins from Joe Burrow. Uh, Wentz had a couple of interceptions in the game. Um, Eight sacks for the Eagles, including two each for Brandon Graham and Derek Barnett. So... That O-line for the Bengals continues to be as porous as hell. But in the end, no one wanted to win that game, so it ended up as a tie. Um, another great game here was the Washington Brown- Washington football team. Cleveland the Browns. Browns. They're all the Browns at this stage. This Washington
1: team. Browns. What the a Washington, team that would the, be. Well,
0: they haven't got a name, have they? So the football team against the Browns uh, ended up 20-34 to 34 in the Browns' favour. Um, Mayfield had a pretty good day. Only 156 passing yards, though, but two touchdowns. Uh, no interceptions, which is great for him, and 117.3 on the rating.
1: He did what we needed to. He did, he did what exactly what he needed to do, and exactly what we've been saying for a while. Let the rush do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Ground, you know, pound, ground and pound, and only be there when you need to get them out of a third and long or third and short. Something like you know, don't be focusing on. Uh, Mayfield in the air that's not the base of this team it has to be on the ground and that's exactly what happened this week and look what happened
0: yeah over 100 rushing yards and two touchdowns for Nick Chubb yep. receiving touchdowns for Kareem Hunt and Harrison Bryant um, On the other side Antonio Gibson rushed one for the team Dontre Limman caught two touchdown passes from Haskins the team Yep. Yeah. two sacks for Miles Garrett uh, Chase Young was sidelined with a groin injury during the game and Dwayne Haskins ended up with three interceptions I hate
1: Chase Young what? I really hate you He's too good he's pretty, <laughs> He looks as though he's been in the league for five years He does doesn't he He's so good
0: Let's go to New England then Where they the where the New England Patriots beat the Las Vegas Raiders 36 mm-hmm. points to 20 uh, Cam Newton with his typical stat line of 162 passing yards One touchdown, one interception um, Derek Carr had 261 passing yards Two touchdowns, no interceptions But he lost two fumbles the Michelle was back and rushed for over 100 yards. It was Rex Burkhead who got all two touchdowns for the Pats. Um, Hunter Renfro and Foster Moreau with the receiving touchdowns for Vegas. Two sacks for Max Crosby. They were punching in this game, the, the Raiders, until about midway through the third quarter and then just decided to kind of give up. I think it was a, a missed field goal by Dan Carlson. Carlson just seemed to kick the wind out of their sails. With the Patriots, under Brady or under Cam Newton, you've got to keep score with them
1: him the number, wa- number one rated kicker in fantasy so of course I picked him up and uh, yeah fill in the blanks
0: you've got to keep scoring against the Patriots you can't give them an out and they yep. gave them an out and they took it so uh, another win for the Patriots there go to two and one
1: is it weird that I'm turning on the TV and seeing cam play for the Patriots and it doesn't feel weird anymore
0: that, know, that in I itself guess.
1: feels weird because it's always been Brady. Yeah. And I'm telling on just, it; just yeah. fits. He it it fits. It's weird. He's more dangerous than Brady, isn't it? Oh, he? Because he and he's better at
0: running it. So. I love
1: the fact that he's, he's played five games and we're saying he's more dangerous than a guy who won, what was it, seven Super Bowls? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: let's talk about the uh, whitewash of the week. That was the San Francisco 49ers at the New York Giants. The Niners won it 36 points to nine. Um, Nick Mullins had 343 passing yards, touchdown, no interceptions. Um, touchdowns for Joe McKinnon, Brandon Ayuk, and two for Jeff Wilson Jr. Um, on the other side, Dan Jones had 179 passing yards, no touchdowns, one interception, uh, lost a fumble. Um, Graham Gano were the only points for New York. Wow, yeah. to be a Giants fan right now, to be any New York fan right now. I was gonna, I
1: was gonna pop the uh, pop the question to you, not that one. <laughs> Calm down.
0: No, no. Who's, a thousand times no.
1: <laughs> who is, we'll just skip straight to the wedding night. Who is the worst New York team at the moment? Because that's like a legit oh. question. Like, really, 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 what's your worst? That's like saying, do you want to be stabbed or do you want to be shot? Yeah, well, we
0: haven't even talked about the Jets yet. Um, no. Can we talk about the Jets quickly then? So, yeah, yeah, the go Jets for played it. the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. Well, they didn't. Well, they, they, were turned, there. Look, they didn't play them. Well, they were there. Yeah. Um, Again, 36 points were scored on them, as it was for the Giants. They only scored seven points, though. Um, Phil Rivers, 217 passing yards, a touchdown, uh, no interceptions. And that touchdown pass to Lee Cox was his 400th passing touchdown in the league. Um, There was also a touchdown for Jonathan Taylor on the the Indianapolis side.
1: If this this was a boxing match, it would have been stopped in about the second... (laughs)
0: when the jets scored their touchdown in the first quarter yeah unable to defend yourself it was, it was 7-0 i mean the, the and also the touchdown throw from Dunn to Braxton Berrios was a pinch of hope for the jets which i didn't really see from the giants cuz at least they threw one touch it's the
1: hope that kills you
0: it is yeah it's the hope that kills you um obviously the, the big thing they had three interceptions on Sam Dunn and all three were returned for touchdowns yeah. so three pick sixes there Xavier Rhodes with two of them and TJ Carey who was next Brown with it's, one of it's
1: them it's nice to see Xavier Rhodes because the, the Colts have now the best statistically the best defence in the league um, and Xavier Rhodes has been a big part of Not that
0: really the best defence in the league
1: though no but statistically has the best defence in the league um, fine but and Xavier Rhodes has been a big part of that we're I'm a massive massive Xavier Rhodes fan. Last year he was terrible. Yeah, like, you were all over Horrendous. he was awful, but that's only because he's one of my favourite defensive backs.
0: He was letting you down.
1: Yeah. horrendous He was You weren't awful. mad you were disappointed, which was a hundred percent. A hundred percent. And this season he looks great. He's like it's Josh Norman's had a good season so far as well. Um so it, it's that you know leave and become better basically. Um which okay. is done.
0: Need a change of scenery sometimes. absolutely. And Um, he's
1: gone from playing weak side to strong side as well, which is obviously a big help for him.
0: So the worst team in the league, I think, it might maybe the Jets, but only just the Giants. I didn't ask for the the worst team in the league. I (laughs) I didn't ask for the worst
1: team in the league. I said the worst team in New York.
0: (laughs) both. Doesn't matter. Uh, Two games left then. So the first one was the Houston Texans at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Yeah, good first half for the Texans. (sighs) It was... (sighs) actually winning 21 points to 17 but of course that was where the fun stopped for Houston uh, no points in the second half Roethlisberger ended with 237 passing yards two touchdowns no interceptions rating of 101.3 touchdowns for James Conner, Eric Ebron and Juju Schuster who was wide open on his touchdown pass uh, Deshaun Watson ended with 264 passing yards two touchdowns one interception touchdowns go to Randall Cobb Will Fuller and David Johnson on the ground they all came in the first half second half shut down
1: Am I right in saying that I saw James kind of get injured during the game?
0: Uh, he's okay.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, he usually gets banged up a little bit, but we've got um, well, Anthony McFarland, who was our draft pick in the third round, um, had a couple of, a couple right, of he's just, goes. He's just making names up. No, no, no. He was injured at the start of the season um, in the concussion protocol, I believe.
1: Anthony McFarland. Yes. I remember the name
0: yeah you'll see him on my fantasy team when I'm uh, winning against you this weekend
1: <laughs> we got each other this weekend we do Segway.
0: <laughs> last game was the Carolina Panthers at the LA Chargers and the Panthers got the win their first win under Matt Rule. 21 points to 16 Teddy Bridgewater 235 yards passing one touchdown no interceptions uh, only took two sacks as well Mike Davis is doing his best to cover for Christian McCaffrey with almost 100 scrimmage yards and a touchdown five field goals by Joey Sly helped give the Panthers the win On the other side, Justin Herbert, 330 passing yards, uh, one touchdown, one interception. He also lost a fumble. Keenan Allen lost Neckler with the touchdowns for the Chargers.
1: So, Justin Herbert climbed down a little bit this week. Of course. Which you kind of expect. Do you think he also welded it in the league? No. I
0: think he peaked game one. No, no, no. no, no. (laughs) That's a bit rough. Everything from now on is going to be a slide down to Mitch Trubisky, a little bit further down. Blake Bottle. It's interesting that... Locke, you know, going down and down. All right, all right. Keep going, keep going.
1: It's interesting that Herbert started again. Um, is it? Like yeah. Like
0: you said, I mean, we found out that obviously the doctor punctured Taylor's, yes. Tyrod Taylor's Taylor's lung. Yeah, which so I which was hilarious. It, well, hilarious. How, how
1: much is his liability insurance going to cost next year?
0: He'll <laughs> be struck off.
1: He might be struck off, he'll
0: be fine. Um... So it's, it's, a, it's interesting. A short turnaround though to uh, come back and start the game. So I'm not yeah. surprised they started Herbert. Yeah.
1: So it's interesting they started him. Um, you you're looking. So when you have a quarterback who's new, so anyone like Joe Burrow, for example, the crumbs of specialness. And mm-hmm. last so last season, Kyler Murray didn't look great in a lot of games because his offensive line was trash. He spent more time on the field than off because you know his defense were conceding you know. Touchdown straight away, and he was yeah. back on the field. It was it was a tough game, but you saw the release curve. of his ball. You can see it. Herbert this week, I didn't see anything. No, like, not not much. Very really not very much at all. No. Um, not a criticism, just an observation.
0: Yeah, I mean the game was quite far away from half time. So. It was
1: a bit vanilla, the game. If I'm honest, <laughs> well, but again player. it goes back to what I say about um, about falls. When you're chasing a game, the stats don't tell the full truth. No. Um, but he just wasn't awe-inspiring
0: you know I mean? <laughs> he just
1: he, he just felt a bit it just felt a bit vanilla
0: those yeah. were those were the games though Dave yeah um, before we talk about anything else I just want to go I'm going to do the picks that you did for last week just because they kind of sum up week three mm. so you're up against Will who's a Jags fan and uh, you uh, went back to form I guess a uh, bit of a come down Dave
1: it was, it was long, no not really as long as I still a winning record eight wins yeah we, yeah, out of 15 games.
0: Yeah, all right. If you if you count out the tie...
1: I'm wiping away the tie, because I'm, I'm never going to guess a tie. Well, so okay. I'm going to wipe that one away. You, so. so 8 out of 15. So still a winning record. We've all got 11. Yeah. But, so
0: congratulations, Will.
1: But what you have to remember is when we started um, recording last week, mine yeah. and Will's picks were almost identical. Mm. So I changed quite a few. So I'm not. Oh, mad. you went no, against you... your better judgment, isn't what you said? Well, no, we we said, look, there's no point in doing picks against someone when the picks are I literally identical. I think we had one difference, so I had to change a few, and ultimately they're the ones that cost us. Why
0: don't you pick the ones that were wrong? Uh, change them. I would
1: have got eleven. That's all <laughs> I got to say. I would have got eleven.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back to talk about some fantasy stuff, no.
1: and
0: then the picks for week four. <laughs>
1: as soon as I heard fantasy, I was, no.
0: <laughs> yes, more pain to come. Ugh. Welcome back, guys, to part two of the Jim the King and the apple podcast. We've gone through the week three games. Uh, it's time to talk about the fantasy. Oh, Go back, Dave.
1: I mean, what happened? Oh, well. So injuries have ravaged me. Basically, um, I've lost just my, like your
0: beloved Broncos.
1: Yeah, well, I've lost my first round pick, um, Saquon Barkley. I had second pick overall, so he's gone. Replacing him. Um, was Jonathan Taylor Taylor had a really good game actually I mean he got me 12 points so happy with that um, I had John Brown in though and Brown he didn't play didn't play at all which is a bit of, bit of a kick in the arse but well, yeah. so he got me zero points um, Marcus Valdis scantlin had half a point and when you've got two <laughs> wide receivers in a four wide receiver league who get you half a point between them you're not going to win so I lost by 50 points 49 oh. points yeah, it was a monster. I got outscored in almost every... I beat him in running backs, mm-hmm. which is fine. Um, I got outscored in every other position. Kicker, wide receiver, tight end, you name it. Got outpointed. And the thing is, you know sometimes when you look at your bench and you go, God, I had, I had, I points. I'd yeah, I had points on my bench. I had nothing on my bench. No, no. <laughs> I had nothing. <laughs> yeah, it was like looking at a Leeds United bench. There's no on it.
0: Well, I won my game. I was playing against uh, Paul the Washington football team fan. Hmm. And uh, yeah, it was kind of not close. Um, I won by over 20 points. Almost 24, 25 points?
1: Yep, 24.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I didn't have a great day either. I just kind of just outmatched him in every
1: well, yeah, you, your really. win was because of uh, Russell Wilson helps me a lot. Yeah, Mark Ingram only got three um, for him and his wide receivers Again, we in our league we've got three wide receivers, uh, two running backs, yep. and his wide receivers was five points from Marvin Jones. Keenan Cole got four points, and DJ Moore got six and a half. Um, yeah, yours weren't much better. No, they weren't. Um, but ultimately, your your main yes. wins We're came all from, their way up. Yeah, uh, Russell Wilson and uh, McKinnon as well. McKinnon was uh, listed as questionable for last week. I know I was sweating Good, on that. Yeah, brave choice to put him in. I had a similar thing with DJ Chalk, And I said I'm gonna put DJ Chalk in and then got a notification. So he's out for the game top. Thank God you told me that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was gonna say otherwise I'd have lost, but look what happened, so Yeah.
0: So uh this week we're so playing you, each other, Dave.
1: We are your record this week so you're two and one, I'm one and two.
0: Yeah. I believe. That's right. I um, lost by one point to Punk in week one.
1: Yeah, you scored more points than me, you're about twenty points up mm-hmm. um so far this season. So you're playing me this week Clash of the Titans
0: um, wow our quarterbacks have got relatively easy games here uh, so Russell got, Wilson's playing the Dolphins and Lamar Jackson's playing the, the football team
1: just uh, humor me for a second Go on so I think I'm going to lose this game Okay. and that's not me sort of you know but so you've got Russell Wilson I've got Lamar Jackson mm-hmm. I'm giving you the edge on that one based on Mr. 5 touchdown games
0: yeah Mr. likes to throw the ball
1: rather than run the ball yeah so you've got McKinnon and I've got Aaron Jones I'm taking that yeah uh, I've got Taylor, you've got Mixon, flip a coin. I think, depending on what days you Jacksonville
0: get. Jacksonville defense, you've got a chance. Yeah, but Taylor, got Taylor's a, got a great
1: offensive defense. line, and one break could get him 100 yards. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the wide receivers where I think this one's going to be one <laughs> and lost because you've got McLaurin, Bourne, and Lamb currently starting. Yes, currently. Um, my wide receiver is like a sack of shit, so. <laughs> you've
0: got T.Y. Hilton.
1: Yeah. John well, T- Brown, T- who's T- questionable Hintons. again. T.Y. T- Hilton's still has done again. nothing, but I've got i T- I've got st- I've got um, uh, DJ Shark, and I've got Robbie Anderson as well. You do. Anderson was a bit dodgy for last week, so I didn't know if I could start him. So I don't know exactly what I'm going to be going with. Mm-hmm. Um, I've all, I also picked up Adam Humphreys as well. So you know, um, I I'm unfortunately going to be saying I think you're going to take the wide receiver battle. Um at tight end I've got the choice of either Darren Waller, who's up against a Bills defence, and I don't really fancy that all that much, or Eric Ebron. Um Ebron playing Tennessee, maybe. Maybe we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, we'll see where that goes. Um so yeah, I'm not overly fancy on my chances on this one, I'm afraid. I'm gonna need a okay. big week from Lamar Jackson. Oh right, fair um, enough. I'm going to need another 40 odd point week from Aaron Jones as well please
0: <laughs> my wave wire pickup came through as well did you see that
1: no who'd you get
0: I got Jermichael Hasty
1: ok wow key <laughs> who
0: <laughs> pulled up from the practice squad on the 49ers running back great yeah, I just got a tip off
1: alright right. so he's going to fill your bench I'm not bothered yeah. Yeah, you there's know no way you're playing him in week one so that doesn't concern <laughs> me doesn't concern me one bit do you know what play him be brave. Play him. A Take beer. out McKinnon put in Hasty. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just remember the name, okay? Yeah. Jermichael Hasty.
1: Um, and I think I'm right in saying that there are currently two people in our league um, who are both unbeaten. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's two people in our league also who haven't won a game. Um, <laughs> and you, just like your team, have... I think played both of the two who haven't won a game yet. So like, oh. only beating those who are <laughs> under <laughs> par and savagely terrible. And you're continuing that trend playing me this week. Well, so, oh, there we know. go.
0: Hopefully a third win then.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I forego the first round pick, basically. So, <laughs> Well, first game of the season. I had the you 11th
0: got... pick in a 12-team draft, Dave, right? At least you are near the top.
1: Okay. That's fine. So it works out then that I had... I my, the first legitimate pick I had was what twenty third.
0: <laughs> no, look, where did you pick in the draft? Second, and All I right. picked up Saquon so Barkley. But
1: I picked Barkley, and Barkley week one got six points or two point six points. You Week Jones. two, nothing. I could I picked up Aaron Jones in the second round, which well, anyone mean. would have done.
0: Yeah, so you're fine.
1: Well, I'm not fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: about wheeling and dealing in fantasy. Come on, that's why I know about Hasty and You don't. That's not, what I'm going to win
1: you or not. He's, he's not going to do anything. He's going to sit on your bench. <laughs> not this week. It doesn't matter. He's a keeper. He doesn't, he's stashed. It he's, he doesn't matter. But later in the season. He's not going to do anything this week, and that's when I play you. Anything he does after that is irrelevant because I'm not playing I'll you then. going will play you again. Well, eventually. Maybe. But, but by then, he'll be on IR because let's face it, he <laughs> plays for the 49ers. Oh. That's what happens.
0: <laughs> he'll be leading the team in rushing by the time it gets around <laughs> that. Anyway, Anyway, let's talk about week four then. Yeah. All right. Because obviously, hopefully, there is going to be sixteen games. Um, we've got a new challenger this week, Adam, who's a Titans fan. Yeah, I bet he, he, like me, is going to be sweating this because <laughs> um, those dirty Titans. Nine
1: of them have got I mean, COVID. That's a, bit, that's a bit much. <laughs> this is a worldwide pandemic. Worldwide pandemic. I think you need to calm down. I think you need to apologise. To be perfectly honest, I will never apologise. No, no, I bet so. you won't.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, it seems like a lot of them have got COVID. They've suspended practice. For at least uh, tomorrow and they're thinking they may move the game to Monday night to give them a chance to uh, clear people maybe there's some false positives going on in those tests you can only hope so And um, we want to see a game I want to see a win for the Steelers so I want that game to go ahead um, we'll pick them anyway in the picks Dave just in case it happens yep uh, but yeah that's going to be a touch and go thing we knew they were going to well we kind of hope against hope and obviously the way the season started like nothing was happening in the outside world um, you kind of forget a little bit but this is a, a, a major threat to a game that's actually be in the regular season so we'll play it by ear by the time you listen to this podcast maybe you'll, you'll know more than we do right now but the time being they're hoping to play the game and they're looking at moving it to Monday night to give them every chance of doing it so with that in mind Dave I need to get your picks. I've got Adam's picks here. Yep. Can you redeem yourself? Or at least go over 500,
1: please. Well, I'll go over 500. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> there's <But> no doubt. <laughs> always it? do. <laughs> it, can first be, game. it can be 500 a day for nothing. This is going to be an interesting
0: one then. So Thursday night game is the Denver Broncos, your Denver Broncos, at the New York Jets.
1: It's a man, the Jets are trash. No matter how bad the Broncos are and how bad we're finding it, mm-hmm. we will, and how hard it is for us to win on the East Coast, we've got to be the Jets I mean we've got to be the Jets so but
0: will you be the Jets
1: well I mentioned earlier on that there's a high likelihood that we're going to be starting Blake Bortles this week mm-hmm. um, that's not the case so it's just broken on my phone I've just seen that um, it's been confirmed that Brett Rippon's going to be starting
0: oh so you just hang on only in the podcast you said there's no way yes. they're going to start Brett Rippin. I've
1: just seen it it's literally just popped up on my phone pay yeah. attention come on I no know I know you that. said
0: that but I'm questioning what you're telling me now
1: alright shock horror <laughs> I was wrong <laughs> what do I know Dave so, we've, we've essentially, come, we're coming up against a team who are on a terrible run of form. And I'd like to think that we can beat them. But the problem is, a similar thing, hap- thing, a similar thing happened for us in 2018. So, the Jets are on a poor run of form. I think they'd lost the last three games. It's an early season game. They'd lost the last three um, against teams that had all finished the season with a sub five hundred record, we ended over. We headed over to Meadowlands and Isaiah Crowell ro- rushed for over two hundred yards, and the Jets won thirty four sixteen. But I That's don't burned into your brain, isn't it? Oh, mate, you have got no idea. We were on a good run then at that point as well. Mm-hmm. And, so was Isaiah um, I yeah. That was that was the only thing he did that year. By <laughs> oh, the yeah, way, yeah, yeah, he was. Scratched up and head. and he was playing against me um, for Punk Raider. In fantasy that week oh, as well, so I got a double boy Yeah, um, history will not repeat itself. Double draw. Can I get an amen? Broncos, <laughs> amen. Gonna win. Broncos, going to win this game.
0: All right, uh, Adam's gone for the Jets. Yeah, I think just despite you, yep. nothing else. <laughs> um, Absolutely, obviously uh, listens to the pod, so knows you're a Denver fan. Uh, next up, then on Sunday, we've got the Indianapolis Colts at the Big Dick Nick Chicago Bears.
1: Now, this is I think is a battle of defenses. It's whichever defense shows up. Um, Nick Foles do
0: play for the defense, man. Oh no! Get on board. That's why I'm
1: saying it's about defense. Um, I'm going with the horseshoes. I think the Colts will win this game.
0: okie dokie Well, Adam's gone for the Bears, so that's uh His voice breaking. Great. You right, you're right. Can't believe you it. Okay, I can't believe it
1: because you're drinking out of a um, Broncos mug. That's I what know. It is. There's no
0: winning in this cup. <laughs> Only losses in this. De- Thank you for giving me a copy of the Denver Cup, though. That's fine. Thanks very much. Sorry, right. um, I feel sick already. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't drink it then. <laughs>
0: I might chuck it away. (laughs) The Jacksonville Jaguars are at the Cincinnati Bengals, so a cat-off.
1: Now, I found this one most difficult out of all of it. I really did. Um... I think part of it is the fact that the Bengals are at home and we know how much of a fortress it is in Ohio <laughs> um, I am going to go for the Ohio oh, uh, Ohio Bengal <laughs> Tigers <laughs> the Ohio Bengal Tigers I'm going to go for I'm going to go for you? the Bengals for the first time this season as well
0: you said you weren't going to pick the Bengals
1: yeah I lied <laughs> well they managed to tame that great got football got team which it? is the Eagles yeah the Gardner
0: well not only have you picked the Bengals but Adam's picked the Bengals
1: Garnaminche. Or Joe Burrow.
0: Joe Burrow. Or the Cincinnati O-line. Joe Burrow. (laughs) Got James Robinson running for them. I know. uh, I'd be picking those Jags if I was you. we'll see. I'm not you. The Cleveland Browns are at the Dallas Cowboys.
1: So the Dallas defense, the the offense is amazing, but the defense is 23rd in terms of (laughs) stopping the rush. They have real trouble stopping the ground. I mean, the 28th on pass was stopping the pass anyway, but that's beyond that. This is my upset for the week. I think the Browns will win in Dallas, um, and Dallas will open up uh, one in three. Uh, the Browns will win in Dallas. I can't believe I just said that. Are you sure about um, saying that again? Yeah. So this will be the first time Dallas will open up one and three since 2010, I believe, and um, that's when they started one and six. So I am going for the Browns.
0: William's gone more sensible for the Cowboys. Yep,
1: it makes sense. But it's, it's the Browns ground game And I've, you've seen how much The uh, Cowboys have really struggled Against the rush this game mm. uh, This season so far So that's what's swaying me It's a bit of a punt And next week when I'm wrong Which I probably will be I'll say Yeah it's a bit of a swing But you never know. that's what we're here for
0: Exactly The New Orleans Saints Are at the Detroit Lions Yep
1: yeah. It's a wounded Saints team against a Lions team on a roll Um, You've got to go for the form team Oh wait, no, Michael Thomas is back Yeah, I'm going to go Saints (laughs) Simple as that Is he actually back? Well, There's rumours that he's going to be He trained this week, so yeah Michael Michael Thomas equals the Saints win
0: (laughs) Okay, Um, Adam's also gone for the Saints Yeah So if the Pittsburgh Steelers play the Tennessee Titans on whatever on so X night
1: let's pretend that this game goes ahead
0: yes okay this week mm-hmm.
1: now if the game does go ahead Steelers going to win okay simple as that so they've already sus- the, so the Titans have numerous people tested positive mm-hmm. both playing and coaching I believe but nine players have tested nine positive players, yeah. um, so they are uh, suspending in-person activities they're calling it basically no one's allowed in the building yeah, that's the way it's going to be the game will be cancelled or oh, sorry the game should be cancelled
0: these are two teams that are 3-0 and how come it's so simple that the Titans are losing this game
1: because the Titans have banned all in have uh, banned in-person activities they're basically doing their training for the week on Zoom now I don't care who you are that is not going to benefit you the Steelers are going to win this game if it goes ahead which it won't and it shouldn't go ahead it's that simple
0: right okay I mean, they've both scored the same amount of points, yeah. but it's, it's the Steelers have conceded less points. It's just the
1: fact that you're losing a week of practice. You're losing a week of prep. You're losing all aspects of working out, doing everything that you would normally do. Instead, you're doing it on Zoom. We've all worked from home. It's not as easy working from home. I know, some, people, some people I've spoken okay. to, it's very easy working from home because they don't do anything, but it's not. It, they're just not going to be conditioned. They're not going to be as well prepped. The Steelers will win this game if, if it there goes was ahead. No,
0: if there was no COVID issue who's winning this
1: game uh, if there's no COVID issue, I'm going with the Titans really yes but the Steelers will win this game and win it comfortably if it goes ahead which it shouldn't and which it won't
0: Well, Adam's gone for the Titans I don't understand you two but there we go
1: Yeah, well, I'm saying the Steelers are going to win the game yeah
0: I know but you said if there was no COVID then the Titans would win yeah.
1: <laughs> a playoff team against a non-playoff team
0: Oh, that was last year. (laughs) Oh, oh, come on, you're baiting. But I'm not listening to you. A good team against (laughs) a morally
1: reprehensible bunch of... I don't want to say what I'm going to say. Mm. Yeah, Steelers are a horrendous organisation. I mean, they should be ashamed of themselves, quite frankly. (laughs) They should just be struck off from the NFL.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The Seattle Seahawks are at the Miami Dolphins.
1: (laughs) Well, if history tells us anything, it's whenever these two teams meet, it's a close game. Um... If you look at the last time a fixture fixture ended with a difference more than a single score, um, I think you go back to 1979. Mm. I think it will be a game that's closer than most people think.
0: I was going to put this in the knacker and I took it out. I was like, oh, actually, it is, hang on
1: a Well, they're travelling from Seattle going to Florida. Now, geographically, I don't think you can go further. Take out the London games, but you can't go further as an away team. And I can tell you... You can't have a different, more different climate either, because that <laughs> Seattle climate and the F- Florida on their different ends of the scale. Yeah. Um, I I'm gonna. I mean, I have to side with. Uh, I have to side with Russell Wilson on this. Russell Wilson against um, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You you have to side with Russell Wilson. It could easily be a blowout, as I mentioned earlier on. You've got Wilson in fantasy, the five game touchdown there. Yeah, yeah. That could easily happen, but ultimately it could be 44 to 43 in it this could game. be
0: yeah these Dolphins teams it's dangerous.
1: not it's not gonna be 9-7 it's not no. gonna be 13-10 no. it's gonna be 50 points all or something like that um, you have to go with the Seahawks but I'm willing to be if someone sat down and actually tried to convince me otherwise I'd listen to it and I'd probably get swayed because I'm just so fickle
0: I was too nervous about this game to put it in a yeah. Um Adam's also gone for the Seahawks it's the safe pick but maybe not necessarily the right pick we yeah. won't know until next week yep yeah. The L.A. Chargers are at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
1: I have zero. Another long journey. I have zero sort of confidence in the Chargers' ability to score points, especially okay. against. Um, it's the Bucks' linebackers more than anything. That's yeah, um, a tough unit. It's the best linebacking core in the league. Levante David is so good, ridiculously good. Zach
0: Barrett had two, two uh, sacks again. Yep. Against the he was loving it as well. He L- did a little, little the, uh, dance Brady each time, dance, yeah. he?
1: Um, You have to go Bucks. I, I don't think. Any sane person, I don't think the most hardcore of—I was going to say Chargers fans. I don't know no, if they have any. Well, used to be Chargers fans. I don't think the most hardcore fan could even. I don't think Anthony Lincoln picked them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's that bad. Uh, yeah, Adam's also gone for the Bucks. Yeah. The Baltimore Ravens, smarting from their loss mm-hmm. on the Monday night, are at the team.
1: Well, that's Washington. That—that yes. that was the point I was going to make. They're going to be rough. They're going to be. A, it's gonna, is a, it's, you do
0: to play them though. it's a short
1: week as well so it's still fresh in their mind mm. it's that pass rush it's if the Washington football team can look at that pass rush and go okay this is what they did they're one of the few teams who can replicate that and do it on a short Eric week and, yeah. and go let's get to Lamar Jackson and make him beat us over the top yeah I can't side with Washington all chance. of my heart is with Washington mm-hmm. it's like it's it's the underdog it's 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 the last-minute fill-in on a world te- world heavyweight title fight. Some, yeah, it's the Andy Ruiz of boxing. That's what this is. Mm. I can't side with the Washington Red uh, Washington football team, but
0: <laughs> almost a pound in the swear jar. Yeah, yeah.
1: but I want them to. I'm going to go with the Ravens, but I want Washington to win the game.
0: Uh, Adam's also gone for the Ravens. Again, yeah, it's
1: the. Uh, this isn't going in. This choice. isn't going in what, in any accumulate that I do. hundred percent, it's not going no. anywhere near. It's just because seeing the difference that pass rush made don't get me wrong if the Ravens win like by 25 points I'm not going to be shocked by it because they just it just means that ultimately the Washington football team weren't good enough mm. and there's no saying they're going to be it just feels like a bit of a, a bit of a dodgy one
0: okay the Arizona Cardinals are at the Carolina Panthers
1: if Arizona can sort out their defence this should be a walk in the park um, Panthers got
0: their win last week
1: yeah, Panthers are young though. That young mm. defence against the Cardinals' offence, you have to side with the Cardinals. You have to.
0: I was tempted. Well, I, I stayed away from this on an echo. This is
1: my first pick. First pick in the Cumulus. This is the one I'd lock down.
0: You, you're locking this in, are you?
1: If we did that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we did that as a thing, yes, 100 Which 100%. we do not do. No, no which we probably, don't. No.
0: Uh, Adam's also gone for the Cardinals. Fair enough. The Minnesota Vikings. One point away from a win. 0 and three. That at the 0 three Houston Texans. Yeah.
1: See. See comments for Titans Steelers. Um, these the uh, Titans are on lockdown as well. Uh, sorry, Vikings are on lockdown as well um, mm. because uh, the outbreak and they were playing against um, the Titans. Titans. So they're on lockdown, which is why I'm going to be jumping on that Bill O'Brien hype train. I'm going Texans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Adam's also gone for the Texans. Yeah. This game
1: again. You shouldn't go ahead. If there's an outbreak and you're going to be losing none of your players, or potentially all of your players, you shouldn't go ahead.
0: We'll see how it goes. Let's keep testing them. The New York football giants are at the LA Rams.
1: Giants? journey. Giants are going to get their... No, I can't even finish that sentence. Um, Rams... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in most measurable outcomes the Giants are bottom of the league it's in.
0: hard to see how they get the points on the board isn't it I mean, away, I mean, it's hard, it's really even, hard even like turnovers on defense I can't see yeah. that happening over
1: I like Daniel Jones but he's got no help he's got no help around <laughs> him whatsoever um, yeah I I fear for the Giants on this one unfortunately
0: yeah it was a good display by the Rams there's no guarantees but yeah, I think it's difficult to pick the, the Giants to get the, the points there the new oh, should good one then the New England Patriots are at the Kansas City Chiefs
1: Kansas. That's it.
0: <laughs> I know you hate picking it
1: but... I no I hate picking it I hate both of these two teams. Mm. But it should
0: be a good enough matchup, right
1: no, I won't watch it. Yeah. I'm not sitting there watching the Patriots against the Chiefs. <laughs> Come on
0: Adam's gone for the the chiefs. As well as the Rams before that, if I didn't say it. The Buffalo Bills are at the Las Vegas Arredos.
1: Um, The Bills will win in Oakland. Not Vegas, I hate the name Vegas. So, Bills will win. But they're in Vegas. I don't care. Um, Bills will win. I think they're better on offense and better on defense. Apart from that. Special teams. Special teams. Um, Dan Carlson. Yeah. All right. Raiders will win win on special teams.
0: Yay! There you go, Raiders.
1: When it comes to punting...
0: <laughs> That's in practice. Yeah. The Phil- oh, the Philadelphia Eagles are at the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Kittle might be back for this game. I'm not sure yet. It's still unquestionable.
1: Yeah. I mean, Wentz leads the NFL in most bad stats, most giveaways, lowest passer rating, fewest passing yards per attempt. There's something just isn't clicking in Philadelphia. Mm. I don't see that changing with the forty nine is pass rush. No. No. It's 49ers. Neither does Adam. Yeah. It feels like a the... bit of a no brainer. even with all the injuries it be. even with all the injuries, if form is any guide, and most of us I think go with form. We have Ooh. that thing inside of us which says, you know, we I think it's gonna be this, I think it's gonna be that. You did it last week with um I don't remember what it was, one of the games you said it. Oh, that was week one. It was the Raiders against um, Saints. You said it just feels like a triple game. Mm-hmm. Nothing in the world tangibly could tell you that was going to happen. It's just no. a feeling you had. Yeah, I don't get that feeling. I just don't. It just nothing makes me feel as though there's going to be a slip up. No. It just feels like 49ers win.
0: Adam's gone for the 49ers. They they went for the he went for the Bills as well. I can't keep forgetting if I've actually said what he's picking. So just in case, yeah, he's picked the Bills and the 49ers. We'll,
1: we'll, we've said what I'm picking, so it, there's only a few differences. So we'll just run yeah. down the differences yeah. again. In a uh,
0: currently, the only Monday night game yep. is the Atlanta Falcons at the Green Bay Packers.
1: So in this game, this is now pull up a pew. I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen. Are you ready?
0: Let me drink from this disgusting mug. Yeah.
1: So the mug of success. So the Falcons are going to be 32 points up in the fourth quarter with three minutes to go mm. and then the Packers are going to win then the Packers are going to win by 19 miles <laughs> 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 um,
0: I think that's been very generous to have the Falcons getting in the lead in this game maybe
1: I mean <laughs> part of me wants it to happen because it's just ridiculous I'm going to make two predictions right Packers will win
0: yeah
1: Dan Quinn will get fired oh maybe not before our next podcast because we're obviously midweek yeah I feel like this is Dan Quinn's last game. It has to be. It has to be. I think... I think that the... I can't remember, I'm struggling to remember the uh, Falcons owner's name, Arthur... Blank. Arthur Blank.
0: That's why you drew a blank when you're trying to think of his name.
1: Exactly. He's the guy who is most seemingly on the sideline. You can see it in his face, it hurts when his team mm-hmm. loses. He's mm-hmm. the guy who's so passionate. I feel like that passion it's has to... be in that th- yeah, team. Yeah, you know? his, his passion has to overtake sanity. You know, don't just stick with a guy because you like him. Ultimately, you have to sooner or later just go... Six years
0: is a fair shake.
1: Yeah. And he is one of the the owners who will make a decision as well. It's not... So most of the time, it's the GM and blah, 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 blah. A lot of the time, it's... So same happened in um, Carolina in the off-season as well. It wasn't the GM who made the decision. It was the owner. And I think this is one Mm -hmm. of those times when the owner is going to step in and say, look, we've had enough. Just yeah because Dan Quinn's also gone through several sets of offensive and defensive coordinators this is its not as though it's his team and he's put it together and he's blaming everyone else he can get rid of him now he's, that's already been done yeah. it feels like this is it he's, you're on your last chance I don't feel like there's anywhere else to go I think the Packers will absolutely taunt them and Dan Quinn will either walk or get fired
0: oh, Adam's gone for the Packers as well so there are the picks
1: Yeah. Um, differences are Thursday night game the Bron- I've got Broncos and I've yeah. got Jets Um, Colts and Bears. Colts and Bears. I've got Colts. He's got Bears. Um, Browns. I I still can't believe I'm picking the Browns to win in (laughs) Dallas. But there you go. Um, And then we've got the ghost game where I've got Steelers. He's got Titans. Um, But that game won't happen, as we know.
0: We don't know. We know. This is America. We know. So anything can happen. Um, So before we go then, Dave, we better talk about our bets for the week. Yes. So So, so
1: last week, (laughs) you had what couldn't have been a worse bet so you had the panthers and the chargers who were both playing each other yes both to score over 30 points yes what was the score
0: uh it was 20 to 16
1: i mean combined they barely get over 30 points
0: 21 to 16 yeah yeah what well, what i didn't factor in was just how bad the offenses were I think the defences weren't great but I forgot I mean, that the offences weren't going to score When you're
1: looking at two teams who need to score points you yeah. should factor in the offence <laughs> That should be a key consideration really <laughs> The
0: the real problem was when they, they just weren't scoring touchdowns they just kept like Carolina had two field go- they had five field goals in this game if they had been able to convert those into touchdowns I would have been looking a lot better because if they had been scoring touchdowns it would have forced the Chargers to go for touchdowns more than just punting it or you know settling for a field goal
1: and if my granny had a Willie, should be my granddad <laughs> exactly and yeah. if I had an half decent wide receiver I might win in fantasy every the, now and again
0: the theory was sound it was everyone else just let me down on the game <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you're hacker then eh? Dave
1: yeah it's terrible <laughs> uh, so I had uh, Falcons they lost Eagles mm. they lost um, Steelers well they didn't win so Steelers you won, won. against another garbage team um, Browns Playoff team last year Yeah so I had the Browns as well mm. And they won Cards lost Bucks do one So three of the six won One drew Two lost
0: Alright so what are you doing this week then?
1: So this week I'll say yours first Because mine is a
0: doozy I've, only, I've gone for an acker Because I've lost my last two bets So I might as well try something here To yeah. get some money in the, in so you, the put,
1: you put a pound on You love these one pound bets I've only got eight pounds left <laughs>
0: I can't stick, I can't stick £3 ten, pounds on it or something. But yeah. Anyway, I've gone for a seven-team yeah. so I've been brave. Um, I've gone for the Jags to beat the Bengals, the Cowboys to beat the Browns, so I don't agree with you, the Buccaneers to beat the Chargers, the Ravens to beat the team, the Vikings to beat the Texans, as long as it goes ahead, the Rams to beat the Giants, and the Packers to beat the Falcons. Okay. Fairly safe, apart from, I think, the Vikings game and the well maybe the Jags game and now maybe the Cowboys game yeah. now that you've said the uh, the running game is so good
1: it, that's the only bit that concerns me I fully expect the Cowboys should blow them out they really mm. should because it's the Browns and this is the way that the, the world the works he just feels like there's something in the water I don't know um, no I think that's a safe bet okay. okay 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 so so far this season I've done an eight-team accumulator which won or didn't win I cashed out yeah. I cashed out classes as a win um, I, see
0: that.
1: I got money back Fortune favours the Conservative. <laughs> it does not. Says Anthony Lynn. Yeah. Um. So, and then I did a 16 accumulator, which lost. Yeah. Like, completely lost. Not oh, for you. No. Well, so, I've gone a bit rogue this week. So, my stake is five whole English pounds. Wish I
0: could put five pounds
1: on the bet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down now to a tenner. So, I'm back to where I started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To all of my winnings from week one are gone now. hmm So, I'm putting a f- uh, five pounds on. And... All of the following have to happen in the Broncos versus Jets game. Right. So there has to be a special teams touchdown. Okay. Okay. Now so this is combination of trebles. Mm. So only three of these need to happen to get some for some sort of payout. So any of these three. Right, okay. okay. So special teams touchdown. Or longest touchdown will be over thirty seven point five yards. Okay. The longest field goal will be over 45 and a half yards. Mm. The first score will be in the first seven minutes. scored? score,
0: so any, even the field goal?
1: I hope so. <laughs> it, says, it says score. You know as much as I do now. It says I score. I be any score, so even the field it goal. It should be. I mean, that feels like an easy bet. It does. It feels a bit like it, anyway. Yeah. Although this could be a punter thumb. Let's, let's not pull no bones about it. And the final one is probably the most outrageous out of all of them. Um, the Broncos will win. <laughs> so that's it. So, what, um, three of
0: those have got to come in?
1: Yeah, so I'll get a. Uh, so, if there's any combination, so say four of them come in, mm-hmm. I get combinations for all three. So it'll be one, two, and three, one, two, and four, one, two, one, three, and four, any combination of those. Yeah. Um, but it's one bet, but it's just in combination to treble. Bloody hell. So all right, okay. The maximum, so I put five pounds on, the maximum I can win is £60. That's the maximum. Mm-hmm. At least three of them have to win in order for me to win anything.
0: Okay, we didn't say if if I win my ACCA I get twenty two pounds.
1: Yes, on my twenty one pound one p. Yes,
0: that's it. Twenty one pounds.
1: No. Um, so far, you haven't won a profit. You haven't won one yet, so I'm not overly concerned about that too much. <laughs> if I'm honest,
0: me neither, Dave. Me no. neither. Okay, I'm still not going to be interested in watching that Broncos Jets game on Thursday night. That is a DOS game.
1: Oh, I'm staying up for that. Of
0: course, I'm (laughs) staying up for that. It's it's like I'm not watching the highlights.
1: It's like I've said a number of times, though. Um, One of my favourite things is the watching the cricket World Cup, Mm -hmm. the One Day World Cup. When you get like Namibia versus the Netherlands, and there's people like doing overthrows for a six and stuff like that. It's the it's the ridiculous that makes it interesting.
0: You're you're right. That two bad games, two bad teams can make a good game. They can
1: make a really interesting game. Yeah, Yeah. that's what this might be. Well, likely. But at the same time, if I didn't have any vested interest Two in I wouldn't be staying teams. up either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Brett Rippon-led Broncos. Whew.
0: Bench for Blake Bortles. How's that for your CV? I
1: reckon it could happen. It I really likely? reckon it could happen. I don't know if it's Why likely. Why is
0: Jeff Driscoll going to get another chance, though? I don't
1: understand it. But... Um, oh, don't
0: talk about the Broncos. No, no, no. I don't
1: care. Going on to Driscoll. The, the, the oh. main reason it's not going to happen is because it else? hasn't happened yet. So roll the dice on something else. Because it's what I've said a million times you never know what you've got until you throw him in and we've (laughs) all had those players where you think this guy's garbage you throw him in you go Jesus bloody hell okay this guy's actually half decent Yeah. yeah. Um, so why don't you throw him in I mean he only missed (laughs) one pass I mean he went for an interception but (laughs) why not
0: what's the worst that can happen Dave the Jets yeah
1: I mean we're basically building the funny thing is on um, if anyone's ever bored go onto the Broncos uh, Twitter feed it's it's hilarious at times (laughs) And the amount of people are going. Hang on a minute. We lost three. We should suck for Trevor Lawrence. Mm. <laughs> we haven't invested much in Drew Lock. It's only a second round pick. So we should. We should. Right? Should we? Should we? Hang on. If we lose to, sh- you yeah, know, no, no, let's let's suck for Trevor Lawrence. Like, shut up, you idiots! What's wrong? We are.
0: <laughs> so hey, it might be valid.
1: It's only a month ago. you were talking about Drew Lock as the new savior. Yeah, it's one of those things. <laughs> the idiot shout loudest.
0: And uh, that's it. Yeah. So uh, please get in contact with us if you want to shout loud at us. Um, mm-hmm. it's at Jim and the King on Twitter or at NFL fan support if you've got a question about your team um, at Denver Dave 30 if you want to contact Dave directly uh, we'll be watching the games on Sunday and then reporting back on Thursday. next week <laughs> you'll be watching on Thursday and reporting back next week with all the game for um, analysis and then looking at week five so until next week I've been Jim that's been Denver Dave and thank you so much for listening
1: go Browns